Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Silver and Gold. Coming to the ring from parts unknown, the combined weight of 853 pounds, Piccolo and Dr. Zong. strutted my face right into my microphone. Welcome to Silver and Gold. I am the loaf and with me the Zalm. Hey. This week on the show, we're doing the Amir Shervan on Cops double feature. A couple of uh, excellently acted, excellently filmed cop films from the late 80s. Hollywood Cop and Samurai Cop. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's been a long four days or so since we recorded last. <laughs> Zom, how are you, sir? I'm doing great. Getting all getting the shitter fixed and um, some other stuff. Got some leaky, drippy drips and drippy, leaky leaks. And uh, I have endured them long enough. I called out a pro. Nice. As the uh, as we were talking about, I, I call pros out all the time now for various things, including home improvement. But uh, yeah, I don't Sex. do shit anymore. I miss living in an apartment where I don't even have to take care of anything at all. So. Well, I was telling somebody that this morning. I said, you know, one thing about having an apartment, and then I caught myself and remembered that a lot of times I would have to fix the shit myself anyway because our landlords, most landlords that I had were. Uh, well, slumlords, is that the word? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shitheads? Yeah, the, yeah, it happened. I mean, you know, we we even hire people to fucking, like, clean our carpet and <laughs> paint now, so. Wipe your ass. Yeah. You know, the little people. You gotta give the, uh, the uh, 99% something to do. No, I still pay to wipe other people's asses, but my own? Pfft. Uh, wait, what? The, so... I totally lost what I was going to say. Um, Something about somebody licking your ass clean. Oh, yeah. My 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 week, speaking of which, is just, like I posted on the group last night. It's just been a fucking wet fart. Uh, just a kind of week. Um, it's wet fart week. Feeling feeling a little, little under the weather. It's wet fart week here on Silva and Gold. I don't know why, but it's fucking it's it's like fucking eighty five degrees and about one hundred and twenty percent humidity outside. You can almost swim in the air. I don't know what is going on. It's like a tropical storm is trying to happen on our on my face. It was it was really humid here yesterday. <sighs> it's awful. Um, I think that what it is is Jesus is punishing us for. Our transgressions or something? Is that what it is? I think so. I I, I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, he spoke to me in a dream last night in French. (laughs) I did not understand a word he said. (laughs) Uh, So, uh, uh, what have you been watching this short week, sir? 
Short week. I have been watching. I watched Avengers in on Blu-ray. Uh, we had a little Avengers fest. Uh, enjoyed that very much. Uh, I still. Um, I think that uh, the uh, you know Captain America is just fucking awesome. Um, I like the way that uh, he is portrayed. I just wish that they would play Journeys Don't Stop Believing when he's like beating <laughs> somebody up. I think that would be really cool to mix the losers and the Avengers kind of together. Um, Hulk smashed. Uh, that was pretty good. Uh, I'm, I'm growing to not like um, Tony Stark. I just am getting a little bit tired of his quips. You know? <laughs> I still, you know, the only modern like Avengers movies I've seen are um, is are the Iron Man movies. I, yeah. I, I mean, I saw the Edward Norton Hulk. I guess they didn't make another Hulk movie, did they? Well, just the Ang Lee. Well, yeah, you know, I, I mean, I was all right with that one when I saw it in the theater. That's the only time I saw it was in the theater, but I thought it was okay. But yeah, I mean, I like the Edward Norton one. But as far as the current crew, I've still only seen Iron Man one and Iron Man two, and I think. I think Iron Man 2 kind of ruined me on <laughs> comic yeah. book movies for a little while. Yeah, it wasn't very good. And, um, you know, it's a, it, I don't know what happened there. Um, I still hope that Mickey Rourke gets to, uh, you know, get his board, board back, his board, board, whatever <laughs> the fuck that, you know, whatever he was doing there. I don't know. Um, yeah, whatever. It's not worth talking about. Um, no, the movie was good. It's pretty good. Uh, I can't wait for Thanos of Titan to show up and fucking just kill all of them. I hope he murders every single one of them. Uh, and Adam Warlock shows up and, and uh, oh, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God, it's the Infinity Gauntlet. <laughs> just you saying that, I want to put my Infinity Gauntlet on and jack my dick. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my stomach is fucking... Let me take a little drink here. I'm having some issues today, people. Uh, uh, I think this, I don't know if it's the fine movies that we were watching or what, but Jesus Christ. Uh, like, you know, okay, if there was a week when I wasn't having stomach problems... It'd be an off be, one. Yeah, okay, the next thing I watched was uh, Hysteria, which is a movie about... Uh, them creating the first vibrator. Uh, it's pretty amusing. <laughs> well, it is pretty amusing because um, the the, the um, doctors at that time, you know, the condition was called hysteria, and it pretty much it, when they told you what it was, it was like it, uh, about a uh, hundred things. You know, when a woman came in and said, "Oh, I got this problem. I got that problem." Well, my it's probably hysteria. Well, I've got this problem too. Well, that's hysteria. You know, it's like a big uh, catch-all for everything. But uh, I, apparently, the doctors, when the women would come in and say they were having this problem, uh, the doctors would put them in like a gynecological chair and uh, you know rub their clit. <laughs> <laughs> to give them some relief, and the one doctor actually kind of starts getting carpal tunnel or whatever, so it leads to the vibrator. It's 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 got some amusing shit. It's got the sad turtle and Jonathan Price and some other people I don't know. She is a pretty good actress, but boy, you know, I don't know. She's just not too damn appealing. Um, Maggie Gyllenhaal, but you know, whatever. That's she's she's uh, there for the everyman. Uh, next thing I watched was Baby Makers uh, with Olivia Munn and Paul 
Schneider, I guess that's what his name is. And, you know, I, I say that in that way because Paul Schneider was the asshole that fucking blew his, blew Dorothy Stratton's head off with a shotgun and was portrayed by Eric Roberts in Star 80. But uh, that guy, he actually played uh, this guy, and I can't remember what his last name was, but it was in uh, uh, The Assassination of Jesse James, Dick something. But he was good in that. He was an asshole. He's from, uh, this guy, he's from uh, North Carolina, Paul Schneider. Yeah. He went to the School of the Arts, which is, you know, 10 minutes from where I grew up. He might be sitting there right now thinking, God, it's hot now. It's like a storm is coming or something. Uh, this one was kind of just stupid humor. Oh, my God. Oh. That's <laughs> <laughs> just bear with me. Uh, but it was, you know, Olivia Munn's good looking. Uh, she's, not, she's not a real geek, though. <laughs> That's what I hear. Fuck. Some of our friends, uh, I don't know, they're kind of strange. I don't even know who the fuck she is. It doesn't matter. She's she just you'd put your dick in the vagina. That's my point. Uh, next thing I watched <laughs> was the movie called Hick, uh, starring Chloe Moretz, who was Hick Girl in uh, what the hell's on my fucking foot? God damn it! <laughs> anyway, oh, it's my router. Ooh, I've been speaking that too much. Um, you there? Yeah. <laughs> uh, hello, hello. Uh, uh, and this guy that played that he looks like—I always say he looks like John Boy. I can't remember what his name is. Something red, something. Uh, <laughs> he was in—he was in that uh, CIA movie where an Angelina Jolie, I think, played his mother. He's—he's um, he's a good actor, but um, I always thought that he looked either gay or like John Boy Walton or a gay John Boy Walton. Though I don't think Richard Thomas was gay, but whatever. Um it's all right. Uh, uh, I posted a couple pictures and everybody's like, "Oh my god, this like, you know, she looks hot and everything. She's like 15, but when you watch the movie, it just shows you that, you know, with pictures like I was saying about uh, Mila Kunis when she was like underage and taking these pictures where she looks really, they posed her to look really sexy. Same thing with this chick. If you watch the movie, she does not look sexy in the movie. Um, she looks like she has no hips and looks like a 14, 15 year old girl. So, uh, unless you're into that, um, but it's a, it's not a bad movie. It's creepy and it's kind of, uh, uh, I don't know if I would say disturbing, but it has something in common with the next movie, which was called Junkyard Dog, in that it has some uh, underage girls getting raped. Uh, uh, I hope I didn't give anything away. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Um, Hick is just basically, she's she uh, kind of, like a lot of young people do, decides she's going to run away from home and she's on the road and has to deal with all the stuff that comes up. And uh, Junkyard junkyard Dog, it's the Junkyard Dog going up against Ted DiBiase. Uh, this is not that Junkyard Dog. This is a shitty Junkyard Dog movie. Uh, <laughs> um, it stars Vivica A. Fox, uh, who is a... Uh, she's still a MILF in this. She's got... She, I, I hate to say she's gained some weight. She's gained some weight since when she was like super hot, but she's milfish now, which mm-hmm. she's still hot. Uh, Brad Dourif is in this too. Um, supposed to be inspired by a true story. I noticed they've been saying that lately instead of based on it. It's, been, it's inspired. Well, said, yeah, well, shit, I, I, I watched one of those this week too. You know? Be inspired by, God damn, this tastes good. I think I'll write a book about it. Inspired by, you know, uh, Arm and Hammer. Or, <laughs> that's not meat what is that that's like baking okay. soda <laughs> whatever anyway uh, this has a lot of uh, 
rape, rapish serial killer eating dead people he rapes. Um, it's kind of gross. And they asked this one part. He has a, he actually has a junkyard dog, uh, and he feeds the dog um, human remains and also himself and people that he kidnapped. But I thought that the movie was called Junkyard Dog because of the dog. But then the Brad Dwarf is a cop. He asks the guy. He says, uh, "What's your name?" Or he says, uh, "What's your name?" He goes, "My name's so and so, like uh, Bill Smith." Uh, but my friends call me JYD, and so I remembered uh, Spitter. <laughs> that's the Junkyard Dog, and uh, who the Freebird blinded, and he had to fight Michael P.S. Hayes in a cage, a dog collar cage match because he was blind. So that pure sissy couldn't get away from him. Nice. They threw cream in his eyes, hair cream. Um, anyway, and then after he left Mid South, what was funny was he went to Georgia, and because they f- they figured that it, the two TV shows wouldn't bleed over the two territories, it was mm-hmm. kind of right on the edge of cable spreading. That they did another they they did another thing where the three birds blinded him again, which was uh, a whole of a coincidence. Uh, <laughs> Let's see. The last thing I watched was Valdez is Coming. And this is a, a movie where uh, Burt Lancaster jerks off all over uh, Susan Clark, a.k.a. Mrs. Alex Karras' face. And that's not true. Uh, Valdez is Coming is a Western, uh, Elmore Leonard Western. Um, uh, Burt Lancaster plays a Mexican. I will say this. He plays a better Mexican than Charlton Heston in whatever that movie is called. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> with uh, that fat guy, that uh, uh, Orson Welles. <laughs> I can't remember. What that I don't know that one either. It's like death. What the hell is that fucker called? Whatever, it doesn't matter. Uh, Lancaster. He plays a Mexican. Uh, a Mexican uh, like sheriff slash constable. And uh, he... This has a lot of racism in it. Oh, it's got a lot of racism. And I'm not just talking about uh, against Hispanics. It's got some racism against... It. African Americans too. Stars uh, also stars Richard Jordan, who is always really good and kind of a always plays a jerk. Uh, and like I said, Susan Clark, who was later to marry uh, Detroit Lions, uh, who should be in the Hall of Fame, Alex Karras, but is not because he was involved in gambling. And um, uh, 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 he wasn't even involved in gambling. He was because I know you're going to say, well, "What about Pete Rose? You said he should be in there, or Shoeless Joe?" Alex Harris just owned a bar, and one of the guys that he was friends with all his life was part owner, and that guy was involved in like criminal stuff. Uh, but whatever. He shouldn't have done it. So, I mean, Pete Rozelle told him to not do that shit, and he said, fuck you, Pete Rozelle, so he'll never get in the Hall of Fame. But in the same instance, Paul Hornig, who was caught gambling and who was the halfback for the great Green Bay Packers team – is in the fucking Hall of Fame, and him and Alex Harris both got suspended at the same time. Hmm. Okay, so anyway, but I think uh, Paul Horning played the game uh, as far as politically wa- politically wise, and uh, Alex Harris basically told Pete Rose to go fuck him. So, <laughs> I'm sorry, Pete. I'm sorry, Pete Rose. Fuck yourself. Longo stuck by his by his guns. Don't give a shit. Now he has dementia. So anyway, <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Eh, he doesn't know if he'll get in the Hall of Fame anyway. Then. Hall of Fame. They just get to tell him, "Hey, you're in the Hall of Fame." That's it. I uh, got some comic books in the mail. I've read some some of them. Let's see, uh, Venom. 
I tried uh, the new Venom comic. I got two of them that had uh, Damon Hellstrom, the son of Satan in them, and the son of Satan has turned bad. So that's the only reason I got those uh, Secret Avengers I'm reading right now. I haven't read that many of them, but I got like about uh, nine comics in the mail, and I'm just kind of kind of spread them out a little bit. That's about it. Easy. Um, I started off pretty good, and, and then it kind of went downhill after that. Um, uh, after after we recorded last week, I watched. Um, this is a DVD I've had for years and never got around to watching because I knew how it ended and I didn't like the ending. Um, yeah. It is the documentary Still We Believe, the Boston Red Sox movie. <laughs> this is a documentary of the... Well, it's kind of, it kind of follows a group of... Not a group, but they're all, they're all individual. They don't, they don't ever interact with each other, but it follows several fans through the 2003 Red Sox season. And the, the 2003 Red Sox were... That was the first season that um, the current owners of the team took over. And you saw. Are these the owners that are fucking everything up this year? I don't know. Well, this this year's it's not the owners. It's it's a little bit of everything this year. It's a it's just a shitstorm this year. But oh, speaking of shitstorm, uh oh. The um, <laughs> but this you, you saw this briefly alluded in at the end of uh, Moneyball, um, where oh yeah yeah it's it's the. The 2003 season was the first season the Red Sox started using the, I guess, sabermetrics style of hiring. Um, and they started building the team that would eventually win the series in 04. But Yay! in 2003, you have the infamous, if you're a Red Sox fan, infamous uh, Aaron Boone home run to knock them out of the, <laughs> of the, of the uh, playoffs. Uh, against the Yankees, but then, you know, revenge next year. So, but, uh, you know, I knew how it ended, and I remember exactly where I was sitting when I'm watching that fucking 2003 game, and I just knew it was coming the whole time. I'm sitting there, I'm telling my wife, she's she's in the room. I was like, watch this. This is this right here is why the manager got fired, and she watched, you know, Pedro get left in too long. She's like, I don't understand what happened. <laughs> I was like, he left him in too long. <laughs> you got damn it. Jesus. Are you one of these ones that, like, has, is your wife completely converted, or does she just not give a shit? Uh, it's kind of both. She she's a Red Sox fan, but doesn't really like baseball all that much, if that makes sense. Like, she, if, if it wasn't for me, she would not care about the Red Sox at all. Yeah. She's, well, see, my, my ex-girlfriend, her ex-husband, was a huge Red Sox fan. Like, the time when they lost, he threw his shoe through the window and, like, busted the window out of their house <laughs> and everything. But, so, literally, she was, like, um, almost, like, programmed or brainwashed to, to like the Red Sox to the point of being, like, stupid about it. And and I'm I was like you know listen uh, seriously I mean you are and one time David Wells was pitching for the Yankees against the Red Sox and she was over here and, and I was making like some jokes and stuff she goes I'm serious she goes if you shut up she goes I'm gonna leave I'll come back and I'm like you're a fucking you are an idiot you you don't make money off these people you don't own the team you don't play for the team the the people on the team could be the biggest assholes in the world you don't know it to take it to that level there's something fucking wrong with you i i i have teams that i like but i am not like that i am not that goddamn fucking she um like if if i stopped watching baseball she would (sighs) never think about it again so um so anyway there's that the um 
I did. I, I watched what is probably my favorite movie of the year so far. Um, I, went to, I went to the theater on uh, late Sunday night after work and caught the uh, late show of Looper. Ah. Um, this is uh, Bruce Willis and uh, what's his face? Um, Joseph Gordon Levitt. Yes, Joseph Gordon Levitt, whose makeup is phenomenal in the movie. <sighs> Don't they try and make him look like Bruce? Spoiler alert. The. <laughs> yeah. um, oh. This is really, no. I, I, is that a spoiler alert? This is a. I don't know. Maybe I. Don't, I didn't. Wa- I didn't. Honestly, I didn't watch a trailer or anything of this. I was going on word of mouth alone, just mm. that it was good and I should see it. And this is a beautiful movie. This is really fucking good, really? and I, I will see it again. It's 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 really good. Um, I didn't realize the guy that directed it. I think did Brick, another Joseph Gordon-Levitt movie, um, which is another really really good movie too. Uh, Rian oh, Johnson. okay. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that one. Yeah, Brick. And he did Brothers Bloom, which I haven't seen, but um, I highly, highly recommend Looper. I don't, I, I don't want to talk about it too much, but um, you should go see it. But everybody that's listening should go see it. I just it. fucking did a Google search, an image search, and just wrote in Brick, and it just brought up a whole bunch of pictures of bricks. <laughs> <laughs> um, so okay. uh, I, then I, I watched uh, on Instant. I was uh, organizing some shit on my computer, so I just wanted to put something on. So I put on The Adventures of Buckaroo Banzai. Mm-hmm. Never seen this movie, mm-hmm. and I will never see it again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't get it. I don't it, it was it. not funny. No. I did not laugh. I don't understand the adoration for this movie unless you just saw it when you were like nine and it just stuck with you. Because I'll, I'll, I'll admit, I've got movies like that that stick with you for years, and you shouldn't like them, but you still do. And that's the only way I could see anybody liking this garbage. So anyway. I saw it when, I think, when it first came out and didn't like it. And I've seen it in the past probably a couple of years on TV, and I still didn't like it. Yeah. I, just, I still don't get it. I'm like you. I'm like, what the fuck? God, not funny. And then I hiccup again. Um, let's see. We rented a, my wife and I rented a couple red boxes. Um, mm-hmm. a couple more wet farts of movies. We were in a silent, or this was her choice. Silent House. This isn't one I would ever pick. This is um, Elizabeth Olsen in a, you know what what you mentioned, inspired by true stories movie. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a 2011 remake of a 2010 Uruguayan movie mm-hmm. based on a possible something that happened in 1940s Maybe Uruguay. Sort of kind of yeah. Um, it's a single she has sh- a nice rack. She does have a nice rack, and it is not on full display, but on a lovely display in the movie is as she runs around and crawls under beds. And um, It's all right performance by her. This is a single-shot movie, or a quote-unquote single-shot. It was, it was edited together later, but they did do lo- very long, like 12 to 15-minute shots at times. Um, handheld camera that kind of follows her around, so I had to look away a lot as it made me motion sick. It's all right. I mean, whatever. It's not my kind of movie. Um, I don't know. I didn't like the end when of it well, either. When I posted my book video, I kept thinking that you were going to because I was walking and it was moved around. And I'm like, uh, if that was if it was about five minutes long, I would have had to not watch it. I started to get an just fucking. The uh, the other one we rented was Bernie. Um, this is the story. This one is based on a true story of the uh, funeral director 
in Texas that, you know, he was kind of an assistant to an older, older lady and, um, murders her and kind of lives for months without telling anyone. Is that fucking Jack Black? Jack Black. Yeah. He's yeah. really good in it. Um, the movie itself was, eh, it's, it's a Richard Linklater, um, film uh matthew mcconaughey was almost unrecognizable to me for some reason like i was like is that mcconaughey for some, something about him looked maybe it was the Did makeup they had shirt on. Off? didn't take his shirt off he had a suit on the entire movie that's why he didn't oh. <laughs> and he he didn't have a little porno mustache and <laughs> all right all right all right all right no he it was okay i, I did like jack black um it was uh i couldn't see anybody else doing this role um, it, 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 interesting story, but eh, not a great movie. Um, I watched. Uh, somebody posted a. Uh, well, it's been posted around. Uh, the worst death scene ever. It was. It made its way. Yeah. It was kind of viral last week. Um, about a guy getting shot repeatedly by this blonde chick. It's a Turkish movie called uh, Karate Girl. So I procured the film. And watched it, and uh, that video on YouTube has been edited because the guy doesn't even scream in the fucking movie like he did in that video. Uh, oh. It's it's to- it's completely silent with a voiceover, um, and the movie is just kind of it's not very good. Um, it's kind of a um, uh, they call her one eye or a yeah. thriller, a cruel picture kind of story uh, where her her dad is killed and she trains how to shoot and she learns karate to have revenge on these guys and eh, it was not very good. Um, another one not very good is criminal. This is an Umberto Lindsay, very early Umberto Lindsay movie based on a comic book character called criminal. It's a kind of a super thief. Um, I guess those movies were popular in the mid to late sixties for a little while, but this guy, he, it looked cool because he, he looks like a luchador. He dresses up like fucking, uh, La Parca. <laughs> He wears a complete nice. like skeleton, like skin tight skeleton costume. Well, wait a minute, wait a minute. There's okay. Did you know that now that there is a La Parca, but then the person that was La Parca is known as L A Park. L A Park because someone owns the name La Parca. <laughs> <laughs> Poor bastard. <laughs> Chairman of the board. The um. But I don't know. This it was not that great either. And I was hoping he would just stay in the fucking costume the whole time. But really, all he does is use it when he sneaks into places. But most of the time, it's just his like handsome blonde self. Just you know, it, it wasn't very good. Um, I watched uh, Revenge of the Ninja, um, inspired by the gentleman from last week. Uh, this is the second of the Shokasugi ninja movies, and this is on instant, and it. It rules. It's fucking bloody, and it's some good ninja fights, and it's worth checking out. It's um, I don't know why it's rated as low as it is on IMDb because it's pretty damn fun. It's a definite canon kind of movie. Um, I'll have to watch Ninja Three after this. So, um, then I finished up this morning and watched Lou Reed's Berlin. Uh, this is a, I guess it's a documentary. It's just a concert film, um, Lou, about Lou Reed's live performance of the album Berlin. This is an f- album that he did in early, like, 73 or so. And it was a flop. But this is a time when he was living in Berlin, and it's considered one of the most depressing albums of all time or something. But after it flopped, he never performed it performed it live. So in 2006 or 7, he actually, like, you know, this is 
35 years after the fact he uh he performed it live uh, five nights somewhere so this is just kind of a this is a concert film of him doing it's just pretty much him playing and he's got a he's got it's an interesting backup i mean there's horns there's there's a horn section there's like a, a choir and stuff and it's it's good i mean you know there's nothing to it except the stage show but it's it's good if you like if you like the album so he he still sounded pretty good. He's got some weird fucking eyeglasses, but <laughs> but uh, it, you know he sounds good, or at least five years ago he did. And then he did the fucking Metallica album, and um, and that was it. Cool. Watched so a lot of movies. let's uh, it, it was for me. I, I I shoveled some in there. Most of them poopy, but uh, <laughs> the majority of the ones you watched were like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. It matched my week, so yeah, we each those out and put a good one in there every once in a while. Well, I've, Stop I had listening hopes for some to of them. <laughs> Ninja was good. That was Ninja Ninja Two, or um, so cool. Let's uh, let's take a break and come back and review Hollywood Cop. Hollywood Cop. Oh my God! What? Beast Mail. Beastmail dot com. This guy is sucking a horse's cock. Yeah, we'll be right back <laughs> yeah. with Hollywood Cock. I mean, Cop. <laughs> I got that. that actually came up because I was looking at pictures of Kim Basinger. Of who? I don't understand the connection. Of who? Kim Basinger. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it was, I was scrolling down. It was all the way at the big bottom. I had a speed. It's like on a horse's cock. I don't know if I've got to say I'm, I, I tried to save it. But I don't know if I have to post it or not. That all right. Be we'll be right back. <laughs> oh, what? We're still recording. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? Podcast. Best of the left.com. Linoleum knife. 35 millimeter hero. Chinstroke versus Pencil. Family movie night. Bloody good horror. Girls on film radio. Night of the Living Podcast. Mail order zombie. Outside the cinema. Popcorn mafia. Perhaps you'd be interested in Gleecast. First time caller podcast. Showshow.podomatic.com. The David Pakman Show. Hello, gentle listeners. I'm Fozzie Bear. There are a lot of podcasts out there, and it's impossible to listen to them all. That's where the Podcast Podcast comes in. On the Podcast Podcast, we have very special guests from some of the best shows on iTunes, covering everything from movies to television to literature to pop culture and politics. On the Podcast Podcast, you can listen to these guests and decide if you should check out their show or keep on moving. Find us in the iTunes store by searching for me, Fozzie Bear. That's F-O-Z-Z-I-E-B-A-R-E. Great cop, you fucking pig. First film of the day, Hollywood Cop from 1987. Zom, introduce it, please. Okay. A detective tries to get back a child who's been kidnapped by gangsters. <laughs> I was challenging you there. <laughs> that was pretty, uh, well, I mean, you know. It's, that's it's pretty much that's the movie. All right, so um, the 
Amir Shervan. Uh, the guy didn't direct too much. Um, Shame. He, it's a pity. <laughs> uh, I need to see. I don't know if I've seen this one. Uh, Turkman? No, Killing American Style, Jim Brown. Um, he didn't direct a lot of films. He definitely didn't direct a lot of of American films. Yeah. Three or four. But he did a couple of uh, cop films in the late 80s who, uh, in certain circles, one in particular lives in infamy, uh, that being Samurai Cop that we'll be reviewing next. Um, this one, I guess I could get it out of the way early. This one is him kind of working out what Samurai Cop would become, I think. Uh, you know, Fleshing it out in, right. uh, in the vernacular of the uh, cinema. Aldo Ray. Mm-hmm. Who, the hell, who the hell was he in the movie? He was. Um, was he one of the gangsters? No, 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 uh, no, no. Mr. He was. Um, shit, Mr. Fong. And Troy Donahue. He. God damn it! I remember he sat. He was sitting behind a desk, and um, I just. Uh, he was in Green Berets, um, but he has a big penis. <laughs> so the. Um, I, I wonder by looking at the you know like the 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 cast of this if Shervon just has an interesting way of directing people. Um, this also stars uh, David Goss, who I've never really heard of, um, Cameron Mitchell, and um, James Mitchum, who will probably uh, hear on the show at some point. He is the eldest son of Robert Mitchum. A uh, you know we did a we did the Yakuza early on in the, you know, the first episode of the show. So Robert Mitchum is, uh, I guess going to be in our hall of fame someday, but James Mitchum is his eldest son. And, um, I've seen him before. He's, he's not a bad actor. I don't know about in this movie. though. <laughs> I, 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 to me, he seemed like, and I don't know what his, um, I don't know if I want to say demons or whatever. He looked a bit, uh, like he, could have been either I, I put in my notes that he seemed like he might have been a bit strung out but he mm-hmm. might have just been a drunk I don't know he just looked a little bit uh, for the part he was playing um, he didn't really fit the part Yeah, uh, he just looked like shit he looked like if Robert Mitchum was on Skid Row or something and just looked like shit. <laughs> he looked like shit. Just, I mean, the way he dressed, he looked like shit. He had his beard and. Oh, his, he, just, well, he was rocking the members only the entire yeah, movie, which is pretty funny. He just looked like shit. He looked a lot like his dad back in the day. Yeah, he did. Um, he actually played his own father's brother. He played the bro- in uh, Thunder Road. They played brothers because they looked so much alike. But Oh, that was okay. I, I've seen that too. I totally forgot that was him. Yeah. Cool. He looks a lot more like his dad than than um, Christopher. Yeah, the blonde blondie guy. <laughs> we should re- we need to review some of those movies. Oh, uh, I've seen some of those. <laughs> um, so, the, to give you an idea where this movie heads, and within the first thirty seconds, you can already tell it's dubbed um, <laughs> and very poorly, which mm-hmm. is pretty hilarious um, for a you know an American movie that. Obviously, they couldn't afford boom mics or whatever, so they just had to dub it later. But um, I thought of Sammy initially at the beginning of the movie. There's uh, everybody's around a pool and two guys get in a fight. 
And for some reason, nobody fell in. I was like, oh, an 80s movie takes place near a pool. There's an argument, and nobody falls in the pool. But um, We make up for it in the next movie. <laughs> yeah. um, I like when the guy says, get rid of these fucking broads, would you? Um, so you got this group of... You got this group of uh, of gangsters who, I guess they're, I guess they're supposed to be like East Coast mobsters, but they're in L.A. and they have this idea to kidnap a, a kid that lives on a farm in order to get <laughs> a ranch. Come on now, it was a ranch. <laughs> well, there was a goat. There was a goose. Yeah, yeah, there was <laughs> a that goat had some big nuts too. <laughs> some big old paws. For some reason, the little kid just wanted to keep bathing the goat, and you see the goat. Yeah. The goat's acting like a dog. He's like running all around the kid, and his big old fucking goat balls just swinging around. <laughs> with, with those big goat balls, he was probably bathing the kid <laughs> in goat cum. <laughs> um, uh, poor goat. But they were gonna get you know they were gonna hold him for ransom, and I don't remember if we got like how they knew at the beginning what they, like whose kid he was or whatever. I don't think so. Yeah. So that's kind of, you know, it kind of stumbles around and you, you do learn that he's the child of this, another, I guess, guy that works with the mob who maybe owes them a lot of money or something. I don't know. They didn't really go into it much, but they want $6 million. It's very specific. And I don't, did they ever say why it's 6 million? I mean, <laughs> fucking hell I, I, until you know honest to god and this is horrible because i sat through and watched this whole thing but until you're just sitting here talking about it i mean i'm like yeah okay yeah now i remember that <laughs> yeah, i don't know it's just kind of uh, uh no they didn't uh it just sounded like a good number i think yeah yeah it's so like six million and now there's well a, there- i mean what's his name stole that's isn't that the reason the dad stole the? He must have stolen that money from money. The, the the head honcho. Yeah. And well, was like, Aldo Ray the head honcho? Because I know. I know they went to an office and they threatened this guy that was behind a desk, and it was him. And he was older, you know, than what he was in the Green Berets and that shit. But yeah, uh, I don't, maybe maybe. But he wasn't in it very long. It was no, just no, a, no 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 no. Um, the. Uh, it's funny how the toddlers in the movie have very similar line deliveries to the adults, which is another kind of is that a is it a directorial choice? But the little kid in it who wears these red Oshkosh bagosh <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, overalls the entire. I used to want a pair of overalls so bad when I was like that age, like anywhere from like six to eight years old. I wanted a pair of overalls so bad, and I never got, got it. Now, now I now I need some. I'll wear outside with, with my gut hanging out Just and stuff. Smack across the face. Yeah. Um, I thought like bib overalls were that you know I actually almost got a pair and wore them to Horror Hound because <laughs> you know it, it, then you don't have the it, it's almost perfect if you have the muffin top because you know how when you you. If you're standing up, it doesn't really bother you. But when you sit down and your belly's kind of hanging over your pants and oh, you're always trying it. to pull, pull them up over. Yeah, I mean, you don't have that because you don't have a waist. You I want to dress, like, dress like Hillbilly Jim. Yeah, don't come <laughs> messing with the country boy. I want, a, I want a nice loose cap and I want some bib overalls and bare feet. That's what, <laughs> I want to wear that everywhere. Hillbilly Jim had a big dick, though. Don't <laughs> he's you like, think? He's like biker guy now. Him and Uncle Uncle Elmer? He, uh, I don't well, know about he, Elmer. His, his first... Um, his first gimmick was uh, uh, he, he, when he wrestled was he called himself Harley Davidson. Oh, okay, wore like black leather and chaps and shit like that. Yeah, he like he has a radio show now. I think he does like country music and hard rock and stuff. And um, he you know he does the he does the uh, American badass type persona now. Mm-hmm. I think so. Which he seemed is like probably not a persona. Probably was really what he's like. But yeah, 
Um, yeah, I, Uncle Uncle Elmer, that guy. He he probably just had that like fat like big pubic, flap pubic area that just they like, said he was like uh, Mr. Haney on Green Acres. He would have <laughs> like this uh, suitcase full of watches and socks and stuff <laughs> like that, and he would try and sell you stuff. And he'd have he'd be kind of like if he lifted his sleeve up, he'd have like twelve watches on his wrist <laughs> nice. trying to sell you one. So I know this guy just fucked your wife, but he's our prisoner now. So how about backing off, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a pretty uh, an odd uh, rape scene in a hotel. I guess it's a hotel or maybe an apartment building. I don't know. There's a back door that to went this on room for a while too. It did, and this is where uh, I was. Su- I was surprised we didn't see. If it wasn't for all the pubic hair, we would have seen vagina. <laughs> Yeah, it, it's she. She was like a what Polynesian, maybe. Yeah, and the, her she husband's is, is is Middle Eastern. Yeah, well, maybe she was Middle Eastern, but she had like a she looked kind Asian. of a, a goatee on her puss, <laughs> a Sammy goatee without the white yeah. hairs. Yeah, um, the um, that had to be the sharpest machete ever that the that dude ends up using. <laughs> I like the sound effects when they're just like sliding it across her face, like. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, the extended rape scene with the guys, you know, this poor girl, none of the guys even, like, show, you know, they're they're not even pulled down their pants, but this poor girl's, like, held down on a bed, butt naked, having to thrash around and, um, you know, act like these guys are doing something to her. It was probably the director's sister or something. (laughs) Uh, No, that was probably, maybe that was him or his brother, like, the the husband. You want be in the picture, Iran, number one, beach. Um, Get on bed, beach. But the uh, that was my Sammy impersonation. <laughs> dead on. The um, the masked men. You know, this is a little before. You know, I passed this, but the in the, the scene of the siege on the farm um, is pretty ridiculous. I don't know what this farm is. It's like a it's it's like a freaking like hippie commune or something. There's like all these people that live on this ranch, um, including the main woman, who has the most. Um, non uh immediate or non needing of police the you know when when her son gets kidnapped she just drives to hollywood and just like oh, hangs so around bad. on sidewalks it's <laughs> crying. hot dog i just i didn't understand the strategy i mean okay now i'm not like a goddamn fucking general Patton or anything but if you were going to go do this and you're going to plan it out and you knew with this ranch and everything wouldn't you go and like they parked up on this this steep hill and then put on their ski mask got all their guns out and then just like it it seemed like it took them forever to like run down this hill and then run over to the ranch and, and there was a road that went right up why didn't they just drive up to the ranch you know, and take it by storm instead of like parking. That would be like okay. There's some people down in the end zone of this football field. We're going to park in the back of the other end zone, and we're going to run over there. It was the charge <laughs> of the light brigade. They saw them coming a mile away. They could have. They yeah. could have just gotten their cars and took off. And the and then they had to run all the way back up the hill to get to their cars. They're just stupid. They're, they're shooting just all these people. There's the two kids that are washing the goat and his balls are just uh they're they're these kids are terrified. They're pinned against a wall of hay. And this stupid bitch runs over and just helps one of the kids get away. <laughs> she, these two kids are there, like, you know, pinned, and she just runs over and grabs the brunette kid and runs off. <laughs> She's dummy. Um But uh the uh so what starts then, you know, the <laughs> The woman goes into Hollywood. She's trying to get help from the cops, and she's just kind of hanging around on sidewalks, crying and stuff. And um, what's up with her over there? <laughs> oh, 
She says her child has been kidnapped and everything. Oh, like, really? Well, maybe let's. We should help her. And I, I don't know. If, this was kind of a funny, like, running joke in it. But so you, you get the two main cops in it now: Turkey and Jaguar. <laughs> Turkey. <laughs> and it took me forever. This real fe- name's like Turquoise. Turquoise. Yeah, it took me forever to figure that out. I was like, why the fuck are they calling him Turkey? What? A, that's not a good yeah, name. Yeah, because somebody called him Turk at first, but yeah. then the other guy started the captain. They always have to have an angry captain. Yeah, uh, the, the angry captain was one of those things that Shervon is working out. That in was this Cameron movie. fucking Mitchell, and oh my god, did he look <laughs> like he was half in the fucking bag? Uh, I need some fucking tums. He's all fucking squinty, and and uh, his hair's all fucking. He needed a haircut too. He looked like shit. So uh, Tur- <laughs> got him skid Turkey. He was probably drying out with Jim Mitchum. Turkey and Jaguar, um, there's a running gag in it that whenever they hear about this one cop that's supposed to be on a case, they're like, oh, that was Max's case. And it always shows this really awkward close-up of Jaguar like rolling his eyes like, oh, Max. That must have been a running joke because I don't even remember. <laughs> um, <laughs> it ran away too fast. The um, Now, uh, Jaguar is played by, and I recognize this guy, but I wasn't sh- exactly sure from where. His name's Lincoln Kilpatrick. Fuck. Um, he was in Soylent Green. He was in Omega Man. Okay, yeah, yeah. I don't know what I AKA remember from the black guy. Yeah, the, the the token black guy who, again, another thing he's working out. Now, Lincoln Kilpatrick's pretty funny in this, but the next dude. <laughs> talk about a, a, a guy drying out. This guy, the next dude, must have just needed some help. But Jaguar is still pretty funny. And, um... <laughs> <laughs> they go. So they I wonder start. if that was his first name or last name or what. His name. What was his? Did it, what, what does IMDb say his name was? Jaguar. <laughs> it just says Jaguar. It doesn't say like Jaguar. Detective Jaguar or anything. Um. So they, you know, they're trying to track down what this kid now. They they decide to help this lady who, you know, she's wandering around the streets getting hot dogs and like, oh, that's Turk. He can help you. <laughs> he never did get that hot dog. No. Um, I got your hot dog for you. Keep it warm for me. <laughs> oh, no. my God. The dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> the, di- the way the dialogue is presented, like I was saying, is, you know, the kids in the movie have the very similar line deliveries. And it, I don't understand, like, the choice made, but everybody's is the same. It's like, it's almost like they're reading a cue card. Turk it's, is a cop. He's a good cop. Turk is a cop. He's a good cop. <laughs> the, um... They they start tracking down the, they're trying to track down you know where the kid is and they get they go go from name to name, they go and see a wrestler Samson who's this short <laughs> fat hairy dude wearing a fucking uh, blue members only jacket zipped down to his belly button his fucking like carpet of chest hair hanging out a big gold chain <laughs> like kind of like tangled up in the hair. I and will tell you this. I enjoy. <laughs> I enjoyed the fucking uh, oil wrestling. Yeah, we, it, rem- it was shades of stripes, but man, I, I like those old kind of bikinis that have the the string that ties like around all the way up around the waist and hooks ties in the back or something. Yeah, we and get, they went right up the cracks of the old butthole or butt crack. I didn't. Under, I didn't understand why they didn't show their titties though. Like it took the the, the payoff for that with. Fucking tur- uh, turkey with uh, with Jaguar getting thrown in there and wrestling with him, and his fucking underwear was humorous too. But yeah, <laughs> he did he did the uh, the John Candy thing, but then they didn't show the tits. Yeah, John the girls Candy are just like the girls are just awkwardly laying there now, just trying to be still, waiting for the shot to end, <laughs> covering up their big fake titties. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, we you know we mentioned members only. They're all through this. Either the the look is either jeans and a shiny leather jacket, or jeans and a members only jacket. And Mitchum has a bright white one, just like the one I have, which is pretty cool. Um, it's kind of creepy. The 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 dad saying to his son, he's like, "I came to see you Christmas Eve. I was outside watching you through the window." <laughs> yeah. Um, I I really I laughed when uh, they're in when turkey's going to interrogate someone else he's like look you son of a bitch i just want to talk to you <laughs> <laughs> they're like punching the shit out of each other with these really fake punches and he's like pauses for a second <laughs> and the, you know it's pretty much the dude's like oh okay um <laughs> but yeah I just stop said, it stop fighting me it's so dark <laughs> the police chief looks like a fucking mess was michael <laughs> uh, he was a fucking mess um yeah every day for him ends up in a tums festival <laughs> He's like, every day ends up at a Tums Festival. Because of you, I have to go to the bathroom right now. <laughs> I feel the same way as Cameron Mitchell. <laughs> because I'm of squinting because I'm getting stomach cramps. Because of this show, Zom has to yes. go to the bathroom right now. <sighs> uh, they visit an amazing health club where there, you know, there's titties everywhere. There's dudes playing cards using a naked chick as a, cof- as a card table. <laughs> yeah, I didn't mind that. That looks like a place to like to hang out. Yeah, there's a, a fivesome going on in the hot tub. <laughs> um... Now, did you see? They showed him several times, but did you see the one dude? Uh, he didn't. He didn't remind me of him as much later on. But there's a dude that they show in the hideout where the kid is being held that looked like he kind of looked like a, a Hispanic Scott Flash Norton. <laughs> no, I did not. <laughs> he was he was wearing suspenders and no shirt. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And he okay, had yeah, this yeah, fucking yeah. awful like yeah. mushroom topped mullet with the shaved he had, sides. Like, he had his his hair shaved like not only no sideburns but like shaved up all the way up above to the top of his ear but it was a perfect uh, was no straight hair. line so it was like a it was like a yamaka almost yeah it looked really stupid <laughs> it was awful i remember the barbarian rest you know the, the what's his name barbarian and wrestling used to have his hair cut like that but yeah, you know, yeah he did the, the um that uh it, right in the middle of the movie here it really seemed like the movie was going to end <laughs> yes, they, it did. And they I get to this point. So. I'm like, I, and it's like they're starting to wrap things up. And I was like, what? And I looked at the time. I was like, we're only halfway fucking through. So then we just get another whole story added on. It's pretty much the same, the same story again in the second half of the movie. But um, kidnap, save, kidnap. <laughs> exactly. The save, kidnap. Oh, I don't want to spoil it. And this is when the when Lieutenant Max or whatever his name is that we get the eye rolls about he becomes part of it too and he doesn't seem like a bad guy like there that was Troy Donahue I think that was okay okay I think that was Troy Donahue who ended up he was like this big heartthrob in the fifties did like all these beach uh, movies and stuff like that and I'm pretty sure that it came out that he was gay Uh-oh. after he was the like he was like a rock Hudson uh, kind of a guy he knew some uh, he knew some karate in the movie he was doing all right. <laughs> they, um, <laughs> he was very old in this because yeah. if you look at pictures of Troy Donahue when he was young, I mean, he was a he was a fucking heartthrob, and mm-hmm. in this one, man, he was he looked like he just came out of the drunk tank too. <sighs> this is, I think I, him and Cameron Mitchell and Jim Mitchum were in the fucking uh, Betty Ford together. This is probably what it was. I, I, I could see uh, uh, Amir Shervan coming to california and he's trying to get his first movie made and he's on fucking like the c-list list like oh uh. this guy needs some work this guy needs some work <laughs> c-list <Ugh. laughs> um but they they get back to another hideout i never know it's the same one i guess i should mention the dog too which is kind of a weird scene <laughs> with the kid making friends with the dog he's like all right now you uh, put your oh my finger God, up that was fucking brutal 
Jesus Christ. <laughs> but the um, the hideout they go back to, and I can't remember, I can't, I can't figure it out if it was the same house or not, but it's pretty incredible when you put all the parts that are going on together. There's this training sequence going on in the backyard with all these oh. very generic <laughs> like Asian guys. Now, I think they're playing a soundtrack from like maybe a real-life action movie because this is definitely not a real-life action movie. <laughs> because yeah. it, it sounds like a Bruce Lee movie you actually hear like Wah! and you hear the psh, psh, and these guys just fucking <laughs> practicing their kung like fu in fucking, the backyard uh, night of sex over at Zom's house but there's card playing in the living room there's, there's I a myself in the third person <laughs> by my fake name that's fucking sad <laughs> there's tr- kung fu in the backyard there's fucking in the bedroom and there's two Mexican dudes making everybody food in the kitchen <laughs> it's just like oh man I need to hang out here it's awesome I must be thinking of somebody else I don't think Troy Donahue was gay it says after the breakup of his second marriage with actress Suzanne Plachette he married Valerie Allen oh, he tried to play Dublin. it off his whole, mo- his whole career uh, I'm thinking of somebody else maybe and I, I did type and obviously I'd forgotten, but I did type, this movie really could use some Uzis. And then they happen in the next movie. So again, <laughs> Shervon working it out, using this movie as his jump off. Um, but at least we did get a judo chop in this one with a, with, with a fucking turkey sneaking in the kitchen and chopping one of the poor Mexican chefs. Um, you do got to appreciate a car chase and what appears to be a Chrysler LeBaron. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, um. <laughs> I did laugh at this, which I don't know if it was supposed to be funny. They tried to do a serious moment where kind of, you know, the the cop and the woman he's helping obviously are going to fall. Spoiler alert, they're going to fall for each other. But I I got a laugh out of it when she's like, she's like, uh, She's gonna stay a little bit longer, and he's all right with that. And then she's like, "I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm really growing fond of you." And he's like, "I'm all right with that too." And then she's like, "I, I think I love you." And then he just kisses her because he doesn't want to say, say it back. <laughs> oh my god, we were just talking about that at work the other night. The the the, the uh, as, uh, George Costanza says the the big matzo ball you leave hanging out there. <laughs> Never say that first, ever. Every time he she says "I love you," he just puts his tongue in her mouth to so shut her up. Um, or his dick. Or his yep. Uh, this movie is the definition of stiff. Nothing about this flows. I don't even remember why I wrote that, but oh, okay, it's uh, ta- Tab Hunter. Um, tab Hunter is who I'm thinking of because when I looked up Troy Donahue, it said that. You know, he said, I'm not gay. I often get confused with another 50s, like heartthrob, blonde hair, blue eyed actor. Oh, there you go. So, Troy Donahue was not gay, but he was a, a uh, in the article that I was looking at, apparently he was, did have uh, quite a bit of problems with alcohol and drugs and dropped dead at 65. Ooh. So, probably right after this fucking movie was made, he was like, oh, fuck, had a heart attack. I need some Tums. Um, <laughs> I need some Tums. Cameron Mitchell's like, give him some Tums. <laughs> now the, it's probably his stomach. <laughs> the bearded dude's death in the movie was pretty funny when he gets he gets shot in the dick, and then it sounds like there's two voices of people screaming at once. It's like, blah, from both speakers. <laughs> I, I laughed out of that. That was, that was uh, uh, sensor, or not sense around. Sense around? <laughs> it's a, yeah, whatever. <laughs> and my last note, uh, screw dinner. I need some Tums. Where are my goddamn Tums? <laughs> Tums, you know, that's uh, 
Uh, that's like my horror hound mantra. I think it's. I think as Emily said, I think it's the water. I think when we go to these these towns, they're strange towns, and the water's weird. It it's the it. water. Yeah, it's not been... the gallon of fucking J and B. Should I do these notes? Because I'm telling, honest to God, this movie is so memorable. <laughs> I have two post-its that I wrote notes on, <laughs> and I do have notes though. Okay, let's hear them. Um, I, we'll, I, we'll piece one it of back together. Was, Worshing the goat, W O R S I N G, <laughs> worshing the goat, huge goat balls, <laughs> smiling like a douche with a ski mask. Oh, I, I posted a screenshot of that guy. <laughs> oh, that was bad. It reminded me of those guys in Hobo with a Shotgun that were robbing the, the, the pawn shop when yeah, Hobo yeah, yeah. bought the shotgun and shot him. Um, let's see. Suspect acting. <laughs> <laughs> you think? And that's not the suspect was acting. That's This acting is bad. Um, I guess one of the funny things I thought at the beginning, and I don't know, I don't even remember why this happened, but this guy was walking down the street with these two black girls, and these two black guys came over and kind of just punked him out and took his, ripped his toupee off his head, and, and then the the two girls were like, "Ooh, that guy's a loser," and just took off with the other guys. <laughs> I don't remember that. I totally yeah, missed that. Yeah, that was like right at the beginning. I, I told I um, did forget to mention the one weird angled shot where it shows like a dude like one of the one of the mob guys hanging out in his backyard and half the whole screen is taken up by this giant uh giant woman's ass, or not giant this woman's giant yeah. ass like jiggling right in the screen. <laughs> she was doing the butt. She was dancing and, and uh, <laughs> jiggling a little bit. Um by the time he gets here, they'll have raped the guy, too. <laughs> uh, that was kind of funny. Uh, there was one rapist, and he had like a headband on, and I thought he kind of looked like Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. <laughs> yeah. Guy that was um, the husband of the woman getting raped. When he was tied up, I was kind of like, what the fuck is he wearing a dress? I don't know what they call the big <laughs> the, long all the, yeah, the, the, I don't know what they call it either. Almost just like a big long nightshirt. But he kind of reminded me of – see, I guess when a movie's not that great, I start just looking to see which guys look like wrestlers. <laughs> and uh, the guy the, the guy that um, was the husband, he got loose, and he was chased – he chased down the bad guy, and I equated him – Tiger Jeet Singh, because he, yeah, Tiger <laughs> Jeet Singh would come to the ring with uh, a sword and his saber between his teeth, and he used the saber. That guy, the guy that he, um, the the rapist that he caught and had a hold of, and they were like, no, don't. He's like, I'm from Iran, you know, or whatever. Uh, that guy looked funny because he, he, I don't know who he looked like, but he had this really bushy hair with a toboggan. Pulled down over the fucking, <laughs> and he was he had a, like a little a small head. Yeah, yeah. But, um, the when that happened, the the cop that puked, the, the guy with the toboggan <laughs> on, he, he he's kinda, still in the bathroom puking his guts out. He kind of the, the other guy, the the uh, the guy that was the rapist guy with the toboggan on and the bushy hair, he he, I think he kind of he got shot. And he coughed. He was spitting up blood, and he had drool and blood coming out of his mouth. There was one time where he, he kind of threw up some blood. Mm-hmm. Um, Cameron Mitchell needed a haircut. Okay, Turk, I thought kind of looked like Stephen Lang. If Stephen Lang fucked Peter Cetera from Chicago, <laughs> you know, it was like. And then I then I came to the conclusion later on that I thought that Turk or Turkey was actually just Peter Cetera. Uh, you did it all for the glory of love. Yeah, exactly. uh, let's see. 
she's upset. Her son got kidnapped. That was when she was out sitting on the car with the hot dog. She was bonding with the dog girl. Now, she did say that she went into the police station to tell them and that they just kind of gave her the brush off. So that's yeah, what she yeah. was weeping on their car. Um, the one bad, the one fat kind of fat bad guy, he ended up in the hospital, and Turk went in and kind of tortured him by sticking his fingers in the bullet holes. Oh, yeah, that was gross. He kind of reminded me of the late Gorilla Monsoon when he was an announcer with Bobby Heenan. Mm-hmm. He had the real curly hair, and he was ugly in the face. Both of them, girl, and the other guy. Uh, I feel, like, I feel like, like looking up a Tiger Jeet Singh versus the Sheik match. Oh my god, that would be brutal. <laughs> Not in a good way. Um, Clint Westwood. You're no Clint Westwood. That's so stupid. Uh, <laughs> you know, who do you think you are, Clint Westwood? Um, well, and the last thing was Cam has gas Tom's Festival. <laughs> Tom's um, Festival. This movie was very... Um, what's his name? Uh, Turk had some floods on too. There was a time where when he was you know, crouched down or sitting, his pants came up quite a bit. They, they didn't even go down to his shoes. So you just saw the kind of white <laughs> socks. And there was one scene where when the bad guys all pulled up, I don't know what the director or the, the cameraman was trying to go for, but when they were getting out of this lim- these cars and limos, he shot he just shot like they're from their waist down. Yeah, and, yeah, that was a, that was another noti- scene I noticed. Yeah. Where I guess it, I guess he was trying to show their guns in their hands as they're getting out of the car. But all you see, you don't even see the windows of the cars. That's how low it is. You see pavement, and you see the bottom half of the car, and you see just jeans and shotguns getting out of a car. And, and they all were wearing every single one of them was wearing cowboy boots, except Jim Mitchum, and he just had like like old school running sneaker on. He looked <laughs> bad. He looked like sweaty and dirty yeah and uh he had a really and, ratty looking beard oh ratty looking uh, they had a guy who was sort of supposed to be like in the weapon you had bad guy and gary Busey was his main guy mm-hmm. well this guy in on this he looked like kenny rogers mm-hmm. and he was stupid he would just laugh he was supposed to be crazy and if they'd say you know uh don't shoot him. I want him alive. Of course, he would go in and he'd be like, <laughs> and he'd just shoot him. Like, like, animal, you're fucking, you know, you're fucking an idiot or whatever. But he did look like Kenny Rogers. He actually <laughs> didn't look like Kenny Rogers. He looked like Will Zazzo from Mad TV playing Kenny Rogers. <laughs> Stupid. This movie was horrible. It was dumb. <laughs> well, uh, we can get our ratings here. Hang on. All right. Fucking Skype. Uh, we're having technical difficulties again. So, um, Let's see. This one, I've never seen this one before. I've seen Samurai Cop a couple times. Um, and as I said, this this really seems like Shervon working out a style. Now, granted, I've not seen any of the movies he's made before this, so maybe this has always been his style, but this they don't these movies do seem they definitely seem related, but this one seems like a beta version of what would be what would come. Um, that said, it's still entertainingly bad. It's not, it's not what Samurai Cop is. Um, I still like it for what it is, and um, I don't know. I give this a six out of ten. Mm. Oh, I just, uh, I did not. Um, it had some. Um, I give it about let's a three. 
<laughs> so. I, 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 it, it was, you know, I don't know if my mind is like wandering and it's somewhere else today or whatever. I just don't remember that much about it. And I just, it was really just not very good. I mean, it had some funny stuff in it because it was so bad it was good. But yeah. Bleh. Wash my goat. (laughs) (laughs) A six and a three. All right. Uh, Let's hope hope Samurai Cop fares a little better. Uh, We'll be right back with our review of that. Hey, this is Scott of Married with Clickers. Tune in to hear my wife Kat and me discuss all sorts of movies. We'll cover everything from The Lost Weekend to Weekend at Bernie's. From The Big Sleep to Big Mama's House. Well, maybe not Big Mama's house. And the great thing about Cat is that she's not afraid to speak her mind. And would you be surprised to hear he was nominated for Best Actor that year? For that film? For that film. <laughs> but don't take my word for it. Just listen to what the Gentleman's Guide to Midnight Cinema has to say about our show. Oh, it's a husband and wife show, and they discuss movies and stuff. Yeah, a very wife-husband show. High praise indeed. So come find us at marriedwithclickers.libsyn.com. It will save your life. Or maybe just help you kill an hour. Film of the day, Samurai Cop from 1989. I need to pull up a fucking synopsis for this. Not that it's that hard to figure out, but I'm lazy. Um, Samurai Cop. Uh, uh, this is not good. Um, I'll try my best here. Uh, we got... This is a, a story of a Japanese... Japanese mob that has their hands in various things and the uh, <laughs> the dynamic duo two more California Hollywood cops who um, you know take it upon themselves to personally end these the, the, the Japanese gang's reign of terror reign of terror reign of terror you have the right to remain silent dead silent Zom, what did you think of the classic Samurai Cop? Uh, 
it was um it was a, a lot more entertaining <laughs> than the last uh than than Hollywood cop. Um <laughs> this one has the Zadar in it playing inexplicably this, this is, a man named uh, Yamashita. S- now you're breaking up. I'm breaking up. Uh, it still sounds good over here. You're fine. Yeah. Well, um, look, well, that's better than uh, whatever. Anyway. Um, okay. Well, just uh, for full disclosure, we have went during this podcast, we are having technical difficulties. We are having biological difficulties because we have went from stew butt to mud butt to full-blown diarrhea in probably about two hours and 15 minutes. So the, the pink is, has been broken out, and I just took a big slug of it. Um, samurai Cap. Stewing Roberts. Um, and Matt Hannon. Now, I was confused a little bit. Okay. Um, is Zadar supposed to be Asian? In this movie, his name is Yamashita. Um, he is yeah, but an he's expert. still fucking Sadar. He's still fucking Sadar, but with a beard. You could you can call fucking uh, Stacks Calhoun uh, Fujiwara, but he's still fucking you know. <laughs> yes, true. But he, I, now Zadar looks pretty good in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, physically, uh, he there's a there's a scene where he gets down to his tight jeans and a. Uh, uh, like a tank, mm-hmm. uh, tank top, and uh, he he looks pretty slim. Uh, you know, he still has the uh, kind of like acro megaly. Uh, you know, I mean, <laughs> the guy has his uh, special facial features, but special facial features. This is right uh, he around has a the beard. This is right around the same time of uh, Tango and Cash. So, uh, Cash and Tango, Tango and Cash, Cash and Tango, um, Tango and Cash. He, um, there were several times where I thought, okay. If Elvis wasn't dead, really, and he just didn't want to be Elvis anymore, and you know he was fat when he died or whatever, that, that he could Zadar could have been fat Elvis, like uh, <laughs> almost like a Bubba Hotep thing. Um, but he was not fat; he's just bulky. Um, now this movie has some really, really crappy music in it, uh, <laughs> but it kind of adds to. The the uh, ambiance. Oh, fuck, my dog there, just I sneezed all over my fucking foot. Gross. You fucking cocksucker. He's always <laughs> trying to fuck with our show or whatever this is. Um, now, wait a minute. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> fucking duck. Um, McDaniel. <laughs> now, we start out. The first thing that I noticed when I started watching this was... This redhead, because I have an eye for these redheads, mm-hmm. and um, fair skin, red hair, sometimes wearing like white hose or something like that. She's pretty hot, but she is also very. She's kind of. She could have been like a mannequin, because she really doesn't do or say too much. Right, she's right. the bad girl, the mall or whatever you want to call it, if you will. Um, now. Uh, what a body on her though yeah and she and she does this thing like when like people are getting uh 
shot at or there's people fighting and stuff, she'll just stand there. I guess it's like a thing that proves you're a badass <laughs> when you're really stupid and just stand stand in one spot when <laughs> I, the shit's going down. I love the way that Shervon films gunfights because, <laughs> because it'll be like, all it does is the camera just flips back and forth between the two people shooting each other and one will hop around the corner and go, shoot, shoot, and, the other, and then he'll jump around behind and then the other guy will hop out from behind a lamp, bang, bang, bang. Shoot, <laughs> it's really yeah. fucking funny. You just like you'll just see a pop that, out. That, that, that's not done really well, but it, <laughs> it, it's, it's it's fucking funny. This is this is not a pre pre manufactured cult film. This is a fucking uh, you know this guy just didn't know what he was, the fuck he was doing. Um, now this dude. That okay. Now, first of all, as I'm looking at the movie poster, they really make the movie poster. I don't know. Was this after Maniac Cop? Because the <laughs> movie to poster to me is sort of like they're doing a play on the Maniac Cop poster, and it has it has nothing to do with it. No, I, I, it, Maniac Cop is '88, so this was after it. Okay, but I'm, what I'm saying is, I mean, it doesn't have anything to do with it. I'm just saying that they're kind of. They oh, they're the playing poster. on that. They're pl- they're, I'm sure they're using Zadar's name too because he's also the first booked at the top. And yeah, I mean, yes, something on the DVD cover or whatever kind of happens, but it's not a cop that, <laughs> that, that you know. Right. Yeah. He, um, nobody wears the blues. In right. The thing. Yeah. So the, yeah. what's the point of that? You know, other than they're yeah, yeah. they're cashing in on Zadar's. Superstardom. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, now there, the 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 main guy in this, um, he is um, something else. I I don't know if I've ever seen a human being um, that that I mean, Joe Marshall. Okay, it's this guy Matt Hannon, and he is on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> and he's been now, in two things a, ever. He, this, and he yeah, played he cop in a movies. show called Squareville. He sort of looks like, um, oh, what's it? Ian McShane. If Ian McShane was a model, and when Ian McShane was really young, except he has like the, the okay, now the guy, okay, pe- some people may say I'm jealous because I'm losing my hair, but this fucker's hair is supermodel <laughs> hair. Superwoman. Woman supermodel hair, and it is it is like fucking. This guy must have a stylist at his house, and he takes hair. care of this shit. This shit was lust. It, it, it had luster. It was full bodied. Um, it. I mean, you know, fuck any woman would want this hair, but he looks stupid. How the fuck I mean, does this movie have a lower rating than Hollywood Cop on IMDb? <laughs> Oh, who the fuck knows? Because there's only probably four of us that have watched it. You and I <laughs> and the two fucking people that told us to watch it. Uh, <laughs> okay, uh, hero, hair, what the fuck? He looks like an idiot. Um, especially when, now, a, the when dialogue a cap on. This, huh? Especially oh, with my a cap God, on. yes. It just looks so stupid. It's like uh, there, there was a scene in Lethal Weapon, and Mel Gibson kind of had fucked up hair in Lethal Weapon. <laughs> it looked really stupid. Uh, and there was one scene uh, where, for no reason, he just has a hat on, and then these guys shoot him. Uh, but he had a little vest on. Uh, spoiler alert for Lethal Weapon. Um, <laughs> but the dialogue in this, there's a lot of notes about the dialogue in this. Um, 
because it is equally as choppy and uh, unnatural and stupid as Hollywood Cup. <laughs> Who gave you the information? The Katana Gang. So the van belongs to the Katana Gang? You know, it's, it's like, uh, you know, I just told you that. Why the fuck are you repeating what I just said? Or it was, it was like, a, who owns the van? The Katana Gang. So the van belongs to the Katana Gang. <laughs> Another part of, the, up. of with that with the uh, with the the you know the unnatural flow of things or the way a, a lot of the time the actors are filmed reacting to something that obviously hasn't happened in front of them. Right. Um, right. The you know uh, Joe's partner Frank. Um, there's there's actually YouTube compilations of his reactions in the movie, like when a woman insults uh, Joe, and it just shows Frank. Like you could tell he's just in a silent room. They're just like, okay, act like somebody just said something racy, <laughs> and he's just like, ooh. Yeah. Like, and then, or when they're driving around and fucking like Joe having to, uh, you know, steer, like act like he's getting shot at, but it's obviously he's just driving about ten miles an hour down the street, and like, okay, you're getting oh shot my God, at. That's- <laughs> Uh, now there are some scenes in this where the audio does seem dubbed, but mm-hmm. then there are other scenes where it's not. So they must have a little bit more, a better budget or something. I don't know. Um, they, they, yeah, they, they, they were renting the boom mic, and but they had to t- they had to return it on Friday, so they had to film yeah. the rest of the movie on Saturday. <laughs> there was a lot of sexual harassment in this that went both ways, either to girls or girls doing it to guys. That was so unnatural and so horrible. <laughs> Keep. Uh, Keep it up. Oh, it's up. Just uh, uh, Oh, it's up. You just keep it warm. It's warm and ready. You know, it's like, fuck, man. These people, uh, they sound like, I, I don't know, man. I, uh, uh. <laughs> hey, preacher, you're not doing anything. Let's fuck. <laughs> Let's fuck. Oh, shut up. <laughs> you know, this hot blonde chick looks at this older, like, middle-aged cop, and she's like, Hey, you're not doing anything. Let's fuck. Just out of the blue. We're just standing there. There's no there's no build up to it. There's no flirtation. There's there hasn't been a thing before where she fucks with him all the time or anything. And he's like, Oh, shut up. And I'm like, Oh my God. I'm a fucking middle aged fucking dude. That chick would have said that to me. She'd have got she I would have fucked her right there. And if she would have yelled rape, I would have said, Hey, she said let's fuck. Um the guy, um, Joe, um, Joe Marshall. Uh, he is the samurai cop. <laughs> the samurai cop. He is known. Yes, he is known as samurai cop. Um, so they call him samurai, huh? Yes, his name is Joe Marshall. <laughs> they call him samurai. You know, it's like uh, fuck. <laughs> uh, just the way the dialogue is just so like they'll repeat shit, and that's that's how you kind of know that they like you said they weren't really reacting. Right. The, the, there was nobody there saying this to him, or the, I, you know, it was just written shitty. Um, the guy Joe Marshall or Matt Hannon, who plays Joe Marshall, I said he there was three people that if they spliced him together, uh, uh, he looks like a cross between the uh, Stephanie Seymour, Sylvester <laughs> Stallone, and John Philip Law. If those all if they all would have fucked, and Ian McShane would have came in, and uh, and uh, who was the guy that punched <laughs> Ian McShane? Oh, Bert, Bert uh, not Bert Lancaster. Richard Burton, punchy and McShane in the stomach and then fuck him up the ass. Um, where'd that come from? I don't okay, know. There was a nice custom van in this. Oh, my God. The, the van was amazing. Was the, 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 yeah. the van had fucking like a thundercloud and sunbeams painted on the side. 
It had it, it was a blue stupid. van, but it had white ground effects and a fucking like scoop on the front and a fucking spoiler. <laughs> the one part where spoiler alert. <laughs> spoiler alert. There's a spoiler on the van. The one part where they're driving down the road now, I, and he was just—they weren't even going very fast. It was a chase no. scene, but he just swerves and runs over all these garbage cans. I guess maybe to to uh, throw off the guy that's behind him going 15 miles an hour. Ooh, those garbage cans. Um, shoot, shoot him, shoot, shoot him. You got him. Yeah, I got the bastard. Shoot, shoot him, shoot. And there was a couple times there with that where they showed they they showed like uh, they shot the scene where he's doing that really bad reacting like because if over. there's a van, well if there's a van right in front of you and the guy opens the back of the van and shoots at your car with a twelve gauge shotgun, I mean it didn't even hit the windshield or anything. <laughs> I mean they, it was like they were shooting blanks, but they shot like maybe like a. I don't know, 10 second thing of him reacting and saying, shoot, shoot him. Right, right. Shoot, shoot him. And they use that same thing. I don't even know if fucking. Yeah, I don't even know if Frank was in the fucking car when Joe was doing yeah, the reaction. You, should, you see him, it's, it's him reacting the same, exact same way, like three times. So, you know, they just <laughs> use that same. They probably thought, oh, well, that was a good take. Let's just use it. Nobody will notice. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, let's see. Fender bender with rock causes van to explode. <laughs> <laughs> they ran into this rock, and it would not have even fucking dented the front fender. And the goddamn thing explodes. Burning, burning. Man, he's burning. burning. That's and that's done. another thing. They used it over and over. They said they used them saying the, the audio clip of him saying, shoot, shoot him shoot, shoot him, over and over. They used that over and over. But the the black guy, his name wasn't Jaguar, was Frank. it? Frank. Frank, okay. Oh, I'm getting mixed up. Burning, burning. Man, he's burning. Man, now this that, is the live delivery. This is as good, man. this is the, as much as he emotes. Burning, <laughs> burning. That man, stuntman looked burning. pissed at how long they took him to put him out. Because they actually take a like, long time. they actually take a fire extinguisher and a blanket, and because a dude jumps out of the van like burp, like in on fire and falls down on the ground, and you see him like look up at them as they're walking over to put him out. And, like I bet that like, guy was like, "Dude, I'm burning here." Uh, let's see. Uh, I already did those. Yeah. Oh, and that's the so same scene when all him samurai, huh? The bl- the yes. blonde chick talks to them on a radio from a helicopter, and somehow they hear her while they're standing out in the middle of the ground, just looking up at the helicopter. <laughs> and he goes, uh, "Hang on a second, I'll give you directions." Okay, she's in the fucking helicopter. We're gonna say, <laughs> "Okay, make a left on uh, you know at the truck." Um, the Asian mullet boss. He kind of he didn't really say I hate to say sound Asian, but he sounded more Hispanic to me than he sounded Asian. He always so talked said like this. Cro- yeah, I was a, I thought he was a cross between Ricky Morton and Chavo Guerrero Senior. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, the, what's his name? Joe. He was always hitting on chicks, and he said something. The 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 one blonde haired cop uh, that would just say you know. Uh, I'm like basically, yeah, you know, I'm, yeah, keep it up. 
Oh, uh, you know, you uh, it's always up. Keep it warm. Meaning her pussy, you know, oh, it's always warm or whatever, you know. Well, he said something about some chick in front of her, and he goes, I'm just kidding, baby. You know you're number one. And just, it was so fucking cheesy, but it was funny because he was such a, a dick. And then when, when, uh, he he walks away. She just goes, oh, like it's almost gives this look like, oh, that's Joe. just that Joe. He's so funny, you know. He's talking about fucking some chick right in front of her. She's like, oh, he's a scamp. Uh, <laughs> let's see. <laughs> she had some fucking uh, those French cut panties on, and that I don't know how. This is another. You know, we talked about it in the first one. The the way that they, they shoot women, having you know, they shoot sex scenes from the feet up. And I don't yeah. know how we didn't see vagina because it happens twice in this one, and it happens, you know, happened in the last one too. But that French cut thong she's wearing barely hides her vagina, and somehow oh, this yeah. fucking underwear go all the way up to her belly button. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, those those thong, thongs back then. I was looking at pictures of uh, Stephanie Seymour uh, this afternoon when I was supposed to be watching this, and uh, <laughs> but those thongs from like the eighties. I mean, I'm telling you, they pulled them almost up to their tits. Oh, it and it looked funny because it it made their butt look really long. Yeah, it yeah. Like long butt. And and she uh, looked, she had a nice figure with the with the the thing on like that. But then like later, she's wearing these fucking denim jorts, and they fucking look hurt. She it, yeah. they were not doing her any favors. She looked all like she looked thick. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Because when she was on the the, the um. The diving board or whatever. That was her, right? No, no, no. That was the other girl. That, that was, was the uh, other girl. Okay. Her name was Jennifer. Yeah. This is this is the cop, um, Peggy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Melissa Moore. Yeah, the one yeah, keeping it she warm. Got, and she, she was keeping it warm. Well, guess what? It got a lot warmer when Zadar was pouring a hot fucking uh, <laughs> bouillabaisse base or whatever on her fucking grease. Cunt. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, pussy. Um, I'm sorry, anyway. pussy. <laughs> Do you like what you see? Uh, no. Well, I mean, it just, I, I wrote down several things like that, but if you don't get the line, it would be like, do you like what you see? Do you want to fuck me? That, that was that female doctor. And I thought that was going to end up being that she was like a, the gang, a gangster chick. Because, I mean, her and Joe, just, he just walked in the room and she's like the burn guy. She says, you know, he's got burns on. He can't talk. He's got his lips are burned off. <laughs> <laughs> um, and later on, you know, somebody else's lips are burned off. But anyway, um, <laughs> she, she, there was no chemistry or anything other than he's this big hunk of man. This fucker, if nobody's ever seen this guy, he looks like Fabio. Yeah, yeah That's yeah. kind of what he – I mean, he's, he, his hair is too pretty for a man. It's like a woman woman's – long hair it's very thick uh, on the top and, and it's almost combed over very, so he's got like big like a big like big bangs almost combed yeah. over on the top and he always wears big fucking bikini briefs and he's tanner than any woman oh, in the movie man. and he's fucking built good i mean he looks yeah. like a kind of not quite as big as like a bodybuilder but he's got that kind of look you know where he's he's just big all like even his legs when he's when he's going in to um to uh somebody's in a house and he's going in there he always does this kind of half like he's squatting down with his legs real far apart as he kind of walks in and, and kind of you know holds his gun up with both hands in front of his face looks really dumb um i put down on this uh just a a, a note that says 
meatheads on parade. There's just seemed like they went to a gym <laughs> and like the guy that maybe owned the gym or, or said, Hey, you know, we ought to make a movie. You know, we'll get this guy to make it. Okay, so and so over there, he's really good looking. And then all you other meatheads, you can be the bad guys or whatever. Because uh, with the exception of the black guy, everybody in this looks like somebody who just hung out at the gym. Even the girls, you know, it's probably some chick who hangs out, fucking does shit. Whatever. We had the one guy. Um, what was the one? The the one Asian guy's name who was kind of like second in command. He was the the kind of he's kind of chubby. Mister uh, Fuji. Oh. What? A, no, God. His name is Gerald. He, he has- Mustache. Yeah, like yeah. Right in the middle, shaved, but then he's got him on the side. He's always got mouth. that Fu Manchu. Every time I've ever seen him, he's got some kind of. I mean, I think he was oh, in yeah. big trouble in Little China and shit. But he's he's got that Fu Manchu. He's always got some kind of beard and something or other. Oh yeah, on his IMDb page, not, there's a there's a picture of Black Belt not, magazine. Uh, in um, what you call it, Big Trouble in Little China. But if he wasn't, somebody who looked like him was in it. So <laughs> right. Um, now there was one scene where. I was I wondered what was going on, but then I mean this girl, the redheaded chick who looked really hot with the the uh, lab coat on or the doctor's coat, um, she's pushing this cart. Now who the fuck ever would change out? Okay, she's taking she has this cart with this big trash can on it, and uh, you know uh, the, if you're in a hospital room, there's probably just like a little trash little. Uh, uh, waste can there, a little small one. I mean, you wouldn't take like a giant trash can in there, but she's pushing this cart, and all of a sudden, fucking, she lifts this thing up, and Zadar is there, and it was really freaky because it didn't look like there was enough space for him to be in there. <laughs> and it just popped out like a jack in the box. But then there was another part of that where, um, in making a getaway, they have a convertible. And they're rent, they're renting from these people. And fucking Zadar, he was pretty um, like cat cat quick. He just jumped right into this uh, limo without you know. I, for some reason, just I guess it's because of his mis- misshapen or big jaw or whatever. You would think he'd be fat, but he's really not. Yeah, his, his uh, so head makes him look like he should be bigger than he is because his body doesn't really match his head. Yeah, his arms aren't really that big either. Not as big as Joe. Joe Marshall, the guy that is known as Samurai Cop. Um, He's a Samurai. And, 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 well, he trained. See, he was brought in special. Joe was brought in special. He was recommended by the black guy, right? I think so. And they had Frank. They had the boss that was sort of a cross between Vic Tabak and Lee J. Cobb. And he was always getting, he was always talking about having something shoved up his ass this he guy said, okay jump like my ass and it hurts i need okay. to get it out the 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 tums guy is taken is, to the nth degree in this one he's always i love how much profanity he uses because every time you see him he's yelling about something um like a it's, the, it's just like a, a leadership thing because <laughs> he really goes off several times and he's like i'm gonna put my foot up your ass I feel like I got something in my ass and, and it hurts and I need to get it pulled out. But then after they leave, he's like, get out of here, you son of a bitches. And after they leave, he sits back and kind of smiles. So you think that like even the pooping and the stuff up his ass is probably just his like catchphrase. Like I, re- in wrestling. I really laughed when uh, the lawyer was telling him, I'll see you in court. And then he like, I think all of his lines must have been just ad libbed. But he says, I'll see you in court. And he's like, you motherfucker, I'll see you in hell. Leave me alone. Get a job. <laughs> Get a job. Get a <laughs> Okay, now there was one kind of a racist comment. Uh, well, there was a few. Where Joe, 
Yeah, he looks the the the, the head bad guy that's like Chavo Senior is, but he's Asian. Is sitting there, <laughs> and uh, that was when the scene was going on about the lawyers and stuff like that, because they're in a restaurant and and they just kind of come in without a warrant or anything, start start bugging the the bad guys. Which Joe tells this one girl, uh, Fu- Fujiyama is on our twenty most wanted list, and I'm like, well, if he's on the fucking most wanted list, just he's right there. Him. You fuck, dumbass. Uh, but he says um, he looked. The, the, there's a. Uh, pretty good looking girl and she's there with us she's she's uh fuji ama's girlfriend i think his name was fuji ama or was that was that goddamn zadar zadar Who was cared? yamashita okay yamashita uh, um anyway um i don't know what that was um <laughs> she's sitting there with him and and joe like looks at her and of course he's so good looking that just any girl he he as soon as they see him they're like you know, I secretly want to fuck this guy. Uh, and, and they don't even say secretly because a lot of times they'll just tell him right to his face. Unless you're a um, fucking Russian nurse that needs a giant log apparently to sit on. Yeah, she didn't want anything to do with him because she said that his, his dick was too small. And she said, are you circumcised? And he, he says, yes. She said, well, the, the doctor must have cut off the best part or something. <laughs> and she was really giving him some shit for no reason. And then that never came back. I mean, there was never anything else about that. Just this doctor says the most inappropriate things to him. And she had just seen, met him like probably not even five seconds before. And she's like, do you want to fuck me? Do you want to squeeze my, you know, do you want to touch me? Do you want to fuck me? And he's like, well, <laughs> you know, we'll whip it out, you know. And it's just, it was really stupid. <laughs> um, but he says, he says to the girl in the restaurant, what's an all-American girl like you doing with a geek like this? And to me, if he wouldn't have said all-American girl, when he said that, it was almost like, you know, to me, you know, like a racial <laughs> thing. Like, what's an all-American girl like you doing with this, you know, Whatever I was going to use some kind of Asian derogatory term, but I don't want to do that on our show. Well, they can do it over on uh, GGTMC all they want, but yeah. we're not about. Um, well, there was a couple other had racist a- moments too. You know when when uh, a couple times they bring back the joke when Frank says, "Man, Chief's going to burn my ass," and he's like, "It doesn't matter. It's already black." <laughs> cool black. Yeah, no, they, they 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 brought that back a couple of times. It's yeah. like you know. What are you standing my ass for? But um, they had we talked about in on the last show when um, Roscoe got uh, handcuffed to the tree and the stereotypical (laughs) Charles Nelson Riley gay guy comes by. Right. Well, they had this horrible, (laughs) just awful. This this gay. Well, I I shouldn't say he was gay, but I mean, you know, he was pretty. Let's just put it. Yeah, this horribly effeminate. Gay Asian waiter. He was almost. No, to the he was point Hispanic. I thought maybe he. Huh? He was, was Hispanic. He Hispanic. Yeah, yeah. Because because well, he said his Zadar name and he had like eighteen first names. Yeah, well, I mean, like I said, Zadar was supposed to be Asian, and the head guy sounded more Hispanic. <laughs> uh, uh, um, now they had some in this one scene where they had a fight scene. Um, right when the guys like walked out, I think maybe out of the restaurant, they got attacked. And one guy kind of looked like Abdullah the Butcher, except he had hair. <laughs> and then another guy looked like Kirk Cameron, and another guy looked like Vince Van Pat. <laughs> and they all attacked at once. But then Zadar comes out, and he's got a fucking Uzi. And he just 
he, first of all, he couldn't shoot for shit because the only people that he could see, the only people he could hit were his own guys, and it wasn't by accident. He was just mowing them down like on purpose. <laughs> I love that scene because that's when you first see there's a, one of the random thugs has a fucking. I love that scene because first they get the guys coming out of the restaurant one at a time and Zadari will stop them and it's like and then he'll pat them on the chest and like okay go and then he'll send out the next guy and so these guys basically get their asses kicked but one the, the small white dude for whatever reason has a samurai sword who pro- he promptly gets it taken away from him and then this other guy comes he's like hey leave my guys alone and fucking samurai cop just he's all you see is his Sorry, face and he swi- slashes the sword and then you see a fucking like limp arm fall on the ground and the guy's like ah you blood spraying everywhere and he's like <laughs> slaughters the guy and frank fucking the in another classic reaction he just goes damn <laughs> and that's when zadar starts mowing everybody out and that is a fucking i didn't mean to cut his arm off that was a fucking amazing 20 seconds of film right there <laughs> well yeah, it, that was that there were some scenes like that that were like fight scenes and even though the movie is like fucking just goddamn god awful they they had some entertaining shit like that in there where uh, um what anyway <laughs> sound effect the the one guy the the um, i don't even want to say that that's racist um <laughs> My notes are racist. There was one dude that had a baseball bat, and he was like, he was so inept. You know when they try and like, they take a samurai sword or a baseball bat, and they kind of swing it around like, like almost like they're twirling like fucking baton, so they look right. cool. And he tried to do that, and he looked really bad. And then oh. he fell down, like just running away. He's like, oh my ankle, you know. Um, <laughs> but they're they're just ah, uh, fuck that shit. I was going to call the guy, say the one guy looked like Arsenio Hall, and that's basically all my notes say that he, you know, say Arsenio Hall all the time. He kind of had, he kind of had some uh, goofy comedic stuff where it was always like they always they said something about his black dick, like you know, <laughs> don't maybe take this gift, what, this black gift, this black gift, <laughs> you know, I don't, the black. Gift, uh, <laughs> Mr. Fuji had on black bikini underwear in one scene. I thought we were going to get to see because you know wrestling. You know, I saw Mr. Fuji for years, so I thought I was going to my fantasy of seeing Mr. Fuji fuck a, a girl would come true. Uh, but of course, the, those dumb fuckers they fucked it up. They're out right outside of his room, and they're going to go in and they're going to try and like arrest him. Right, right. And so then they're watching him through these sliding glass doors. And he's going to fuck this girl, and they're going at it. Well, then they just leap out behind the glass door and say, Freeze, motherfucker! And the door's locked. <laughs> he's so just trying to sit there open the door. Well, they, they, it wasn't even that it was locked because they event, they got it open, but I mean, they just like, oh, we can't get the door open. Why wouldn't you just smash the glass out? Anyway, <laughs> dumb fucks can't, sliding, can't open sliding door. Um, there was a couple of occasions, now one specifically, where the bad guy either um, he had bad ammunition or he just forgot to load his gun. And the guy, like uh, Joe or Arsenio Hall, jump out and they're like, freeze! <laughs> and the guy has his gun up and was going to shoot him and it just goes click. I was like, god damn, <laughs> dude, if you're, you know, you're in like a fucking firefight and you're a bad guy, you should know what your gun's doing. Um, when... Mr. Fuji has a, his kung fu fight with Joe. It was pretty funny because Joe obviously does not know 
kung fu or karate or any <laughs> other martial art. And he just kind of does puts his, he spreads his legs out with his big hulking body legs and everything, and he does these hand motions, right. which would be like me because I don't know anything. If I start if, if I start doing that, acting stupid, so he kind of looks dumb. Uh, and Mr. Fuji, but when he does, they they kind of had this dubbed noise in, and it was like. <laughs> Did you notice that when that fight started too, that they were like they're chasing each other, or he's chasing uh, Mr. Fuji, and um, they're in fucking like the woods, and then when as soon as Joe takes his coat off to start fighting, they're in fucking like this dusty field with well, (laughs) there's like weeds, like yeah. (laughs) There was and then I think it was at the beginning Joe was chasing some guy down the street, and the guy went went around a turn. When like on the sidewalk, he just kind of went around the at the at the intersection and and you know went up the side street. And when Joe came around, you know, because I guess he's big and he's running and he's got all his momentum going one way, he grabbed onto this bush so he could make the turn. Let's see. Oh, and we had some some kind of wrestling moves in this because when he. Finally, and this is a spoiler because I don't give a shit. Uh, he's fighting Mr. <laughs> Fuji, and he gets the upper hand. He has him in a surfboard where he has both his arms kind of like back behind his back, and then he puts him in the camel clutch. Nice, which was just fucking awesome. And I thought for sure, but that he was going to snap his fucking neck. But Joe is a cop, and he's a good guy, and, yeah. and you know, so he's not going to do that, even though he had the chance. Um, Let's see. I, uh, <laughs> high waisted thong, speedo. <laughs> uh, Joe. Joe looked. I mean, you know. I'll tell you what. If I was built like that motherfucker, I don't know if I'd wear a speedo anyway. Though. I mean, they just speedos in America. Now, if you're in Europe or in South America, or you know, Canada. Fuck. Well, one of my buddies, he went to Mexico. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, and he said, like, everybody down there is wearing it. Like, all these guys are wearing, like, fucking Speedos. He goes, you feel more, almost kind of out of place by not wearing one. But uh, he has a fucking Speedo. He's got the uh, the uh, Fabio looks and everything. The chick's on the diving board. And, man, she, uh, uh, you know. She had a good body, if, too. Yeah, if you compared her to what people think, uh, like, these Victoria's Secret people today they would have probably been like oh she's fat man she looked good she had a nice thick butt <laughs> 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 he thought she was gonna do like this beautiful swan dive or something and she does like a fucking butt buster or something <laughs> <laughs> um now zadar is an ass is pretty much a big butthole and i talked about this before because he does some torture um every shotgun in this movie with the exception of at the end um, when Zadar has one, all the other ones, they, they, none of them, you would think of like movies with criminals and gangsters that they would, they always have like the barrel sawed off. They had like goose guns and squirrel <laughs> yeah, shots. The, the one big dude behind, hiding behind a tree looked like he had a hunting rifle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they would just, like you said, that, it was funny when they would have the shootouts because they would just shoot. And, and uh, there was one time where Zadar, I think that they just said, okay, just we have this many rounds for an Uzi, so just keep shooting. And, and he was probably just standing there shooting at nothing. And then later on, they kind of pieced it together. Because there was one, the, this, the one scene where Joe and Arsenio Hall um, were trying to – Zadar was shooting at them. And pretty much – it was like – it was like if he aimed his gun 
at Joe and Arsenio Hall, the, the bullets, uh, if they were standing two feet in front of him and he just opened up point blank right at them, the bullets would swerve and go uh, 50 <laughs> yards away and hit his men. You know? <laughs> he was doing it on purpose because he was either punishing them or he didn't want them to be, you know, there to them to get captured and be witnesses. Right, right. Because they tried to do um, say something about some kind of bullshit Bushido. Samurai code, yeah. Yeah, samurai code, but it was just kind of stupid because Zadar does not look like a fucking Asian at all. Even though, And that's the thing that threw me because I thought, well, okay, he might just be a thug who's working for the asian gang but he talked like he was trying to do that <laughs> he tried to do that asian that mystical asian voice the he is yeah. a samurai and he has a certain code yes he has a code um he doesn't sound like what i thought he would sound like uh, <laughs> you know he just kind of had a <laughs> voice um let's see <laughs> There was one guy at toward the end of this. There was a wrestler named Norvell Austin who was in a tag team called the PYT, the Pretty Young Things. Uh, it was Norvell <laughs> Austin and Coco Beware, and he kind of looked like Norvell Austin. He was, which Norvell Austin was not a good looking guy. Uh, he was kind of fat and ugly. Um, let's see. <laughs> All I want to do is oh the the <laughs> at the. Uh, at the one end, this was kind of something that you wouldn't think that somebody would say, but he's got a hostage, the the main bad guy, mm-hmm. and Joe's got a gun on him, and he says, um, he says, all I want to do is get out of the out of this country, you know. It's like, <laughs> okay, just let me leave, and I'll, and I'll just let you guys go. Which that was kind of dumb. It's like, drop, put your guns down. No, if you if we put our guns down, he's going to shoot us. You know. Well, we better put the guns down. You know. It's like, goddamn dumb fuckers. Um, <laughs> Joe, this was now. What year was this made? Eighty nine. Eighty. Well, yeah, it's kind of late, but um, I saw. You know, he has like the stonewashed jeans. The the I, I guess when I looked up close, so got a close up. He was wearing ASIC high, white high tops nice. and uh, and uh, a black tank, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> so. He, this I don't know, man. I probably wore shit like that too, but I don't ever remember wearing like a tank with fucking jeans. I always wore them shorts because <laughs> it's kind of you know I don't know. But I, I wasn't built like him. That's probably at that time eighty nine, probably about one hundred ninety pounds. Um, let's see. Um, and like I said, Zadar he stripped down, so I guess that was for the big fight to see who was the most moose moose macho. Oh my god! Uh, How, could could Zadar have looked any more awkward swinging that sword around? He would. Fucking, he looked like, like he was. Go ahead. He was like a weed whacker, like he was trying to cut like brush. <laughs> yeah, he like oh. imitated. Yeah. Oh, it was really, and they and you would tell it was fucking sped up too, like they were filming it yeah, just well, slowly. <laughs> Well, when Joe when Joe did that, he didn't look too bad. I mean, like when he was swinging the sword around, he looked like he must have been like a drum major in the fucking band or something. And he knew how to swing a baton because I mean, he he and they, you know what? Seriously, the, like I said before, the movie it, it, for as for what it was, the last fight scene I thought was pretty entertaining. You know, I mean, it wasn't like uh, I was sitting there going, "Ugh." Oh, the other, the, the uh, Hollywood cop, I was more. Kind of like, eh. <laughs> but this one, even though the the shit was kind of was still pretty crappy, it was it was 
bad enough to be entertaining, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. still, you know, I could see that if they would have had somebody who was more competent, <laughs> you know, okay, I mean, if you re- you could re- you could have recast this movie and like okay, if Stallone played fucking Joe <laughs> and uh Hell, the real Arsenio who played it, and then Rob <laughs> Schneider was in it. You know, yeah, <laughs> yeah, fucking rocking over. Um, let's see, that's about it. That's all my notes. But you know, I'm just going over my notes instead of like, you know, I guess the the the, the pretty much the whole story is that they it had to have been a while ago because I mean it was like Joe and the. The black guy were friends, and they said they had worked together for a long time. But they then they kind of start sort of said that they he recommended that they bring Joe in because he had uh, trained as like an Asian expert, and he knew martial arts and all this to help him take down this Asian gang. And that's pretty much. I mean, that's a really simplistic story, but that's basically it. Yeah, there wasn't any kidnapping or anything like that. He was just kind of trying to bring him down. It's the, and then when the, the 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 police chief and he was like, "Get those motherfuckers! I'm gonna lose my job. Burn their house down. Mutilate their bodies." <laughs> Lives, you know, all this stuff. I'm like, what? Uh, the uh, the music you mentioned was pretty pretty aw- pretty awesomely bad. It, it sounded like um, it, the, when I listened to it again, it sounded like it came from a Nintendo game or something. It's kind of synthy, but not like overly complex. Um, oh yeah, and it stood out when the, they're in the restaurant. And they're like, "Who the hell is this?" And Joe's like, "I'm a cop." And he goes, "Dun dun dun dun." <laughs> it does that a couple <laughs> times, which is pretty funny. But um, and fucking Frank had the lumpiest afro. Like that guy needed to pick something bad because the whole fucking movie it looked like he had been asleep on the back of his head. <laughs> like he, he he's wearing a suit. You'd think he at least try to comb his hair, but it was all like he had these like lumps, and he did not ca- take care of his hair very well. But that guy. He's uh he was something else that uh Frank because his fucking reactions are something that just make this movie so hilarious. Um what is his name? Mark Frazier. I've never seen him in anything else. Six titles <laughs> he's been in um including a character called Prince in the soap opera Another World. Um but he um his just reactions and stuff are just what? I was going to say another world that fucking had been on, and but you know this was eighty nine. So. Well, that was in eighty three. He was in that. That was his first thing. Yeah. Um, but you know, I, I liked him. I liked him quite a bit because he was so awkward. Um, this, to me, honestly, this is one of the better bad movies I've ever seen. Yeah, because it's. And I'm I'm afraid I would be afraid to say I would be afraid if this movie was recast and done by something more somebody more competent because then it would just be a generic action movie. But yeah, it's the it's a it's a perfect level of incompetence <laughs> with just you know low budget. It's 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 a good it's just a good uh, balancing act between all of them. Um, I love all the interior shots where it's supposed to be somebody's like fucking like a rich man's house. But you could tell it's just like some dude's place. Like the one guy, Mr. Fuji's hideout. It looks like a fucking college guy's house. Like it has cheap framed posters and a fucking like a, <laughs> a Defender arcade cabinet in the living room. <laughs> um, the uh, you know the you know, the locations and stuff. And another thing I like about these movies, and it made me think of what was the name of that other one we did that took place in L.A. with the karate fighting guy with the mustache. 
It had the weird one weird guy that wore the leather mask while he attacked women, but then had the. Other... Oh yeah, yeah. I can't remember what the fuck it was called, but he, I know what one you're talking about. It reminded me of that where you could tell at times they were just filming it out and they didn't have permits or anything. They were just like out on the street. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I, I always like that in movies for some reason. It's like in a guerrilla filmmaking or whatever. But um, it's another racist comment. <laughs> oh wait, you know what I have on the iPad this time. <laughs> Oh, I, I've lost the app, though. Here we go. Ah, it's back. Yay, I missed the crickets. <laughs> Even though he called in last week. <laughs> cree, cree. Um, cree, I don't know. Cree, yeah, and, and like I said, Zadar shooting the Uzi is just... That's a fucking... That's got to be a low-budget movie masterpiece right there. Um, that went on for a long time, and that, there was a couple of times where that Uzi looked more like you you couldn't see him shooting, but you could see like the effects of it. <laughs> it was like big and sparks just flying in from the side of the big screen. Sparks, you know, it's like <laughs> what the hell is that? Were they holding like a grinder up to a piece of metal? <laughs> that had to have been it. That had to have been it. It was hilarious. It did not look like a gunshot, you know. And to, to show my priorities with this kind of movie, I was writing the note about the van with the spoiler and everything. I was writing it while only halfway paying attention to uh, the crude policewoman's titties on the screen. I was looking away during that sex scene to write a note about a fucking spoiler on a van, so... <laughs> you gotta but, do what um, you gotta do. And uh, why does the blonde have a bikini with her after going to church? <laughs> she goes and like... Well, you know, because when you... If you... She might run into Joe. And when she told... She said she would keep it warm. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's you gotta cool. be ready. But, um... Yeah. You know, I don't have a lot to add. You went over it pretty well, so um, we can uh, we can get I into did. it. I did. Yeah, we, <laughs> I was like halfway through thinking, what the fuck? Am I actually reviewing this or am I just like, I don't know. But like weird. I said, that, that, that's the, that, that's the, but the one thing was about that was seriously, I was sitting there thinking, God, I'm just like kind of doing my notes. But there wasn't that much story. No, it no. Was, it's an action movie and it's just like, you know. Fight, 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 yep. shoot, 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 and then say inappropriate things that nobody would say to anybody. <laughs> um, so uh, what, what would you rate this? <sighs> Not on how good of a well-made film it is, uh, but I mean, if how much I, you enjoyed you know, it. Yeah, um, probably a seven. Nice. Um, I mean, I thought it was fucking funny. I mean, it's 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 it is. This is the epitome of so bad it's good. Yeah. There wasn't a lot of. There wasn't hardly any time where I was, you know, bored or anything. Right, and right. and it, it, just the the horrible inappropriateness and 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 uh, unrealistic dialogue, uh, the the just the awful acting. I the wonder. Wood, they're so wooden. I wonder if Shervon used the same like severed head in this one that he used in Hollywood Cop to save money. Because <laughs> he just wraps it up in bandages this time. Um, that is kind of cool. We got two beheadings in <laughs> this week. So, um, I love this movie. I've this is I've seen this a few times, and um, I give it an eight point five. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I'll revisit this again. Um, this is one. I'd to, watch it again. I'd buy it on Blu-ray. Yeah, <laughs> on Blu-ray. <laughs> the, <laughs> the Criterion Edition. <laughs> uh, go, would, I'll tell you what. If they had extras and they interviewed fucking. Uh, Joe Marshall, a.k.a. Matt Hannon, or whatever his name yeah, is. Yeah. I'd fucking watch it. I think it'd be hilarious. Because I guarantee the, you they'd have some stupid-ass stories to tell. This is up there with, like, Deadly Prey and movies like that with uh, So Bad oh, yeah, It's Good Movies. Yeah. So. 
Can you imagine him and fucking Danton in the same fucking movie? Oh my god, that would be a new Expendables. (laughs) A D movie, D list movie Expendables. Yeah, rip off of the Expendables. Nice. I'd I'd watch that. Awesome. Uh, Eight point five and a, I mean a seven and an eight point five. Let's take a break and come back and wrap up and do some feedback. We'll be right back. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Yes, yes, if I had a podcast, I'd podcast in the morning, I'd podcast in the evening, all over the Schwandt, I'd talk about Hamlin, I'd talk about Amicus, I'd talk about every kind of Schwandt in between, especially about Neil Connery, Amicus.com. up with that one picture you posted where it looked like the dude's ball bag was in the middle of his cock shaft i don't know i've never seen anything like that in my life Uh, that was a strange ball bag (laughs) how could your ball bag why would it be i mean i i most i guess normal humans their ball bag is down there you know but then your dick comes off of it but it's not (laughs) hanging from your dick I don't. I don't know. Yeah. All right. We got a little feedback here. A little voicemail action. First one. I am the Hey, it's the Cinemascus calling in on a Sunday because low wants to keep messing with my schedule. Just messing. If anything, I don't really care if you guys record a day late. And even if you have to record a day early, it's fine. It's just I just wanted to mess because like two weeks in a row, you changed everything up on me. And, uh, yeah, I should apologize for calling it, not calling him last week. But, hey, you know, George Takai did, and that's, a, that's pretty cool, you guys. Um, mm-hmm. One call, and I have not seen New Dread yet. I'm hoping to maybe see it next weekend, uh, funds and everything, you know, a bunch of shit going on right now. So should be able to get through it hopefully next week if they don't take it out of the theater. I'm glad to hear the great reports. And, yeah, the one with Stallone and fucking Rob Schneider sucked. I don't have to tell anybody that, though, you? Oh, yes, you do. I didn't. So, shut up, Stallone. Sorry, Stallone barges in every time I start to talk trash about Judge Dredd. Go pretend that you're still an action hero. Uh, well, okay, I shouldn't say that I like Expendables, and hopefully I like Expendables too, but still, go pretend that, yeah, go pretend that that didn't happen. 
yeah, why don't you go make a sequel to Stop or My Mom Will Shoot? Yeah, I'm sure that'll be successful. Maybe you'll do a sequel to Rhinestone or... Well, actually, I kind of like Oscar. Anyway, but I'm calling in. Uh, when seeing a good show. Uh, the choir boys sound promising, but it sucks that it's not. <laughs> Word on the street from everybody is it sucks. So first I was like, well, maybe I'll still check it out. And I don't think I will. I don't know. It just it doesn't even sound like something cinematicus would enjoy. It just sounds like a missed opportunity. Not really like a painful experience, just a really let down one. But um, I did want to uh, mention Bernie Sticky's call since he uh, was mentioned that maybe Linda Hamilton kissed me to shut me up. And if that is the case, <laughs> Linda Hamilton no. kissed me all she wants. All right, I'm not going to feel insulted. I really don't have much else to add. Uh, hopefully, I'll be able to call shortly with the, my review of Dread or at least my report on it. Um, so, if not, yeah, well, I'll see it eventually. Uh, at the very looks of it, it'll probably be hitting DVD a lot quicker than... Go see it, motherfucker! You guys keep up the good work. I'm going to go back doing what I do. I think I'm going to call out of work tomorrow. I don't feel very good. Oh, thanks, Justin. Sorry. Hey, Justin. (laughs) Go see Dread and go see Looper, dude. Go see it. You choose Looper. Looper rules. You know, you know, uh, the, the, um, I've said this before, um... I I know, you know, when you watch the movie, the title is going to probably I don't want to say make sense cuz I I know what the movie's about, mm-hmm. but that title sounds stupid. Looper? Looper. Yeah, it just sounds kind of dumb. It's uh do you I'm know sure what a looper is? Good. Do you, do you yeah, know? I know what he's doing. Okay. I know okay. what the I know what the, you know, what what he's doing okay, okay. and what his job is and shit. Okay. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Is yeah, you're it must it must be the same kind of writing like he did in Brick, you know, where it's kind of out of place. Out like this is the feel of this movie is almost like a like almost like fifties noir at times, even though it takes place yeah. in twenty forty four. So I'll watch it. You, everybody says it's fucking great. It's remarkable, I mean, you know. Yeah, it's it's really fucking good. Remarkable. I, remarkable. I re, I remarked that, that I like it. Oh. Uh, next voicemail. was fucking hilarious. <laughs> See? Yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. All right. 
Stone Cold E.T. He always fucking whatever. We got one more voicemail. On an island far away lives a man he's got no tears to cry. (laughs) Time has treated him so bad will he catch a shadow in the night? (laughs) (laughs) It was only yesterday Happiness was cruising by his side Then one day the hand of sorrow Landed on his life and fell up to now Shark Hunter <laughs> I love that people call into our show and sing, especially Spaniards. Was they're, that they're uh, funny. Werner Herzog? <laughs> and then I called and sang a voicemail. Oh, and the, 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 hot, the hot dog bun that was laying in the parking lot was destroyed by the curse of humanity and the car tire. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> it mirrors It was mushed. In the morning, it is fully shaped. It is, <laughs> it is ripe. It was pushed like Klaus Kinski's <laughs> penis against my chin. Oh, poor Klaus! God, poor I really Klaus. feel like shit what all of a sudden. Jerk! <laughs> I know, man. I feel like shit too this Ugh. week. I'm, I'm just like, God. I, I I hope that everybody doesn't think that we're like fucking becoming like other podcasts that just don't give a shit about you know they just phone it in every fucking week yeah what (laughs) um what are we reviewing next week fuck uh we are reviewing oh right we're doing um next week thank you to everybody that called in bernie and uh and stone cold et and uh fucking um what's his name um dominic (laughs) uh Uh, next week we're wow. doing we're doing a not quite um, <laughs> not quite running man double feature. This is uh, I, I'm feeling lazy and I put the call out on the group this morning for some double feature ideas. <clears throat> and um, I just lost. I need to find the thread. Somebody gave me the idea for. So I'm gonna. I don't want to fuck it up. So I'm looking to see who it was. For Italian post-apocalypse. So we're almost there, but we're going to... This is uh, Bernie Sticky. There we go. He um, he wants us to do Italian post-apocalypse, but we kind of mix it up, and we're going to do... Um, Bernard. Bernard Stickwell. Um, now, where is the fucking... i got to find the IMDb for it. Uh, we're going to do Not Quite Running Man. So this is kind of post-apocalypse mixed with... Uh, I guess futuristic game show, and I can't find the fucking. Here we go. I think this is it. Uh, the first one we're going to do a Lucio Fulci, our second Fulci film. Uh, this one is called. No, what was our first one? one? Uh, we did the that western with um, with uh, 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 Milian, the yeah. for, for the apocalypse. Um, yeah. This one is called New Gladiators. 
from 1984, also called Igiriri Delano 2072. I don't know how to say 2072. Um, and then we're going to do a Joe D'Amato film from 1983. And it's funny that both of our not quite uh, Running Man films are happened before Running Man. But either way, a uh, Joe D'Amato film called Endgame. <laughs> Sorry. So the first one has uh, New Gladiators, has uh, Fred Williamson and uh, Jared Martin. Endgame uh, with Laura Gimser and George, East- George Eastman. So should be fun. Uh, is, this is, our fir- is this our first George Eastman I think movie? it might be the first George Eastman appearance. And maybe with Joe D'Amato directing, maybe we'll see some George Eastman cack. So. Cack. His cack. cack. His um, cock was enormous as it fell against my chin. <laughs> the girth and weight of the lead-like penis and the ball sack hanging from the shaft. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, New Gladiators and Endgame Yay. next week. Yay. Oh, so thanks, like everybody, for coming back. You can always send us feedback at 206-339-1600 or... Send us an MP3 or an email to silvagoldpodcast at gmail.com. Find us on iTunes or silvaandgold.com. Somebody was having trouble with our RSS feed on a downloader for some reason, so hopefully we can figure that shit out. I'm, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing here. Um, and uh, join our Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash silvaandgold. Um, we post pictures of ground up. Cool Ranch Doritos and uh, girls in French cut bikinis. So, uh, I'm gonna go take a nap. Uh, the um, yeah, that's about it. Zom, do you have anything else this week? Because I'm fucking, I'm just about to die. <laughs> you just don't even care anymore. Uh, Matt Hannon is he the Fabio Testi of C movies, C grade movies? <laughs> he's the he's the Fabio of D movies. Has Fabio <laughs> ever been in any movies? Huh? Has Fabio acted besides like playing yeah, himself? Think, and oh yeah, I think he has. Who is this hot little fucking bitch? <laughs> Why hey, you you're not doing me? anything. Let's fuck. Oh, I remember her now. <laughs> oh, would you say no to that? No, 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 no. Cool. Uh, you said you, no, 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 no. I would not no, say no. You said no five times. No, I would not say no. What if What if we tried to make you go to rehab? <sighs> Oh God, I'm not doing. I'm not singing anymore. I'm done today. <laughs> All right. Uh, cool. Well, uh, we'll see you guys next week. Until then, this is low. I'm gonna go put chaps, medicated chapstick <laughs> on my butthole, and I'm gonna go fucking sleep and eat some Jello. This is low. Oot. Zom oot. Bye. Wet Ooh, fart. I had lip, uh, medicated lips, <laughs> bliss tax on, and it made a good fart noise. <laughs> Wet fart week. Bye. <laughs>